Solid State Radio. discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. Yeah, it's just us today. It's, it's just us, which is, is fine, you know? Yeah, no, we'll be good. I mean, if anything, this is just, you know, it's, stepping back in time. It, it kind of. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot of the norm, as it was to say, so. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. it's just kind of getting back into that groove and who knows maybe we'll have some treats for you guys later on down the road but as of right now you get to hear a lot more of our lovely voices yeah one of us has a lovely voice the others is a little bit grating yeah you're welcome well i was sure anyway (laughs) uh (laughs) we have a fantastic show we did not we figured we'd spare everybody over the uh the break here uh you know while people were doing Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving stuff, we figured we'd spare people, or we forgot to post questions this week, one or the other. Yeah, I mean, you, you pick, pick your, and choose. Yeah. <laughs> pick what you think, yeah, and it's probably ahead. right. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, you know, we decided to kind of take a little bit of a break from that. We will get back into posting questions and asking questions. I have a really good one, but I didn't want to ask it this week. So we'll ask it next week. It's yeah. going to be about legacy. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And we're not talking Manny here. We're talking about, you know, like the legacy you leave behind. Oh, the better of the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> so that in mind, we do have, we're, we're probably just going to go straight into, unless you have anything crazy that happened this week that, uh, you know, pertains to something we could talk about. Not really. No, no not at the I, moment. Sorry. I I hermited. Like I did a hermit thing. I had the. Uh, I had probably the uh, saddest Thanksgiving that you can imagine. Oh no. Well, no, no, you know, not like I went to a restaurant and ate by myself and cried or whatever, but like, dude, microwavable dinner, Thanksgiving. All right. That's not terrible though. I uh, know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Was your roommate home? Um. Yes. Well, at see, some point. At least you had one person around you. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell you that I burned my finger really bad? Yeah, you were telling me that the steam found you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that really <laughs> tore you up a little bit there, champ. <laughs> Fantastic, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Start I, grabbing from the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, it's high. I have sensitive fingers. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, going into it, we do have our, like, advice type stuff that we're going to hit here. And it's... Look, I found a lot of interesting things. I found some <laughs> stuff that's not so interesting. Um, but let's let's start off with... You, you've been around music people your entire life, Gator. Yes, I have. Right? Yep, I have been somewhat involved in music... Jeez. Since, what, like junior high, middle school? Okay, that's fair. I mean, we're big music people. Hey, yeah. that's why we're here, right? Yeah, we enjoy music and... Um, kind of picking it apart and also liking or disliking somebody based upon their musical preferences well not i mean like don't get me wrong i don't care what (laughs) kind of music you like it's simply what i care about is do you like people that are talented or not okay that's fair that's fair and i feel like talent is not subjective 
Oh. I feel like talent is talent. Now, sound and enjoyment of certain styles okay, absolutely. is very subjective. But as far as somebody being talented, I think that's um, kind of all around. Like, you can, no, you, I, you don't have to like somebody to appreciate the fact that they're very talented in what they do. I'll give you a lot of credit there because in the eyes of, like, uh, John Mayer and Jack White, I don't like either of them. I think they're awful. Right. Amazing musicians, though. Very, very, very good. talented. I would be on board with you with John Mayer. Um, yes. Jack White, I think he's actually pretty good. I Like, I enjoy listening oh, to no, him. That's fine. A lot I of people do. I'm in the minority <laughs> here. I don't like listening to his sister play the drums. No. <laughs> but I enjoy listening to Jack <laughs> that, White play. That goes back to the talents. <laughs> yes, 100%. When, when I am looking... Okay. Uh-oh. To anybody this that is not kn- where this was supposed to go, <laughs> but go ahead. Anybody that knows me, um, if I can look at a drummer playing a set yeah. and go... Mm, I could probably do that a little bit better. Ooh. That's not good because I am terrible at set. I am good enough to keep a rhythm, and that's about it. I can't. Uh, I can't hold. A, I can't do any of that. I can't keep rhythm. Can't hold a tune. <laughs> so uh, for for watching that one, when I watch his sister play, it's like, oh, do you know how good you would be if you had somebody else? Well, so just do case in point, case in point with your argument here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite bands of all time. What is it? Black Flag? No, I mean, I do like Black Flag quite a bit, but no, that's not one of my favorites. Limp Biscuit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I love the Limp. I yes. love the Limp. Yeah. Am I going to say they're talented? God, no. I mean, Wes Borland, the guitarist? Yes. But the rest yeah. of the band? Mm, not really. I mean... They could write catchy stuff. He I mean, can you could say the same stuff. thing with Blink-182, but the lack yeah. of talent there is astounding. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, he can actually carry a tune. Uh, well, like he Fred can. Fred can. Right. Fred, Fred can actually, can. like, and this may be a lot of people that listen and go, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, and I get it. But, and granted, it probably needs a lot of studio help, but, like, Behind Blue Eyes, when they covered Behind Blue Eyes. One of the best covers ever. He he did a good job. <laughs> He did. Oh. He sang pretty darn well. And it was. Sean's so pissed right oh, now. Oh, dude. It was that moment of like, <laughs> do you see the avenue you could have taken? Yes. And actually been legitimate. Oh, I, I absolutely love uh, that cover. I think it is one of the best covers ever. So I, I can. I mean, it's you, a great cover. You can, I mean, <laughs> you can be upset about it. That's okay. But It is what it is. But that's that's the case in point, right? Like talent and whether or not you like the sound, two completely different things. Right. Like absolutely. I enjoy Corey Taylor. Yeah. You do not. I do not. But you can appreciate the fact that he is talented. Oh, yeah, very talented. It's just not my thing. Exactly. You know, like some people don't like that, but I I look at Corey Taylor and go, he can write songs. Absolutely. Very, very well. He's very lyrical when he wants to be. I mean, it's uh, like Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, just go Dylan. go through it all, right? Bob Dylan definitely Bob is Dylan. a fair one to do because I cannot stand to listen to him. Well, no one can argue against the guy's talent, but as soon as he hear, Blind in the wind. Right. It's like, buddy, you can write. Like, don't get me wrong. You can write, and you're, yeah. you're full of just so much information to be able to write. <laughs> no one wants to listen to you sing anymore. Yeah, we just don't (laughs) want to hear it. Mama, could this really be the end? Yeah, no, I I completely, completely understand this. Um, So my case in point, the reason why I bring this up, Mm -hmm. is how do you break news to somebody that they suck musically? Because you've been around people, right? Oh, that's hard. I've known so many bands. Like, do you? Do you do this? Oh, 
<laughs> let me let me give it to you. Let me give it to you. Okay. How do I break this to my friend lightly? So I have a good friend. Okay, here's it's a little bit of a caveat because he's he's autistic. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so it makes it a little worse. Right. But he's a sweet person. He loves music and is trying to do everything he can to surround his life with music, which is it's great to have avenues, right? Exactly. I'm posting this on multiple... Well, he's okay, so he's trying to get a lot of advice. But anyway, we have different tastes in music. He loves rock-centered music, and I love rap and R&B. But I definitely cannot deny his gift for music, which goes into what we were talking about. Right, you can he is talented. see talent. Yes. yes. Um, he can explain how a guitar works better than anyone I have ever met. So he has an album coming out, and it's his first one. He dropped a single, and I finally got around to listening to it, and honestly... It's really bad. Oh, no. His vocals are so obviously dependent on auto-tune, it makes me cringe, honestly. Oh, no. The piano didn't change for the first half of the song, and neither did the drums. Oh, buddy. The chorus was kind of cool, but it was just catchy. And listen. Catchy choruses can get you Blink a long way. Blink-182 made a whole career <laughs> off of this, okay? Yeah, catchy choruses can take you a long way in life. I know people, I know my friends are going to be lighting me up over the, the things I'm saying about Blink right now. I'm one of the biggest Blink fans there is. Right. There's no talent in that band. See? Uh, Travis Barker. That's about, about that's what say, you got. You got to stop there because Travis is darn awful good. He plays fast. He plays fast, but he like he his, plays fast. That's his what covers, he's got going for him. Like his when he does rap covers, yes, they're really good. Once again, covers. Right. I understand there's a level of talent because it's not like a. a but he writes the, the covers and so on and so forth. Like he writes the covers for those songs. That's his brainchild. So yeah. I mean, I I think barring Travis yeah. Barker, yes, but I he wasn't say. even a real an original member. No, he wasn't. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> and I would argue that their first drummer was just as good as him. I don't know. I don't know who the first drummer was. The first drummer didn't make it because he had alcohol problems when he was a minor. But oh. the the big and he problem, probably was just as good then. Uh, if you listen to the albums that he was in, and then listen to the albums that Travis Barker's in, mm -hmm. the drums match up. Let's also be honest. Travis Barker is great. Mm -hmm. But in the songs, does it represent that? No, it's no. It's very hard to find. It. Like when you have a really good drummer, and you know that's that's the thing that I hear more times than not too, because people rarely actually listen for the drums. It does. It's not something that they try no, to find. You're, like listening to Rush, no one right. cares. That's what I mean. Is there's a lot of bands that have really good drummers, but you don't find out till like, you know, song number four. You're like, wait a minute. You don't find out in Blink ever unless you go to the concert and they go, all right, Travis, go ahead and yeah, do your thing. rip apart those drums, and, and he does. And that's it. But yeah. aside from that, like the actual songs, no, there's nothing there. There's not, like, to be honest with you, it is one of the least talented bands that I've ever listened to. Right. And amazing. I love the sound. Right. They, sound they made they're it, catchy. They're, they're catchy. smart. Yeah. So, you know, there, there know is a, there's a skill set. <laughs> there's a skill set there to yeah. being catchy. There is. So, anyway... Um, of course, it's kind of cool, but it's just catchy. He asked my opinion on it, and I don't want to hurt his feelings, but how do I say I don't think your music has what it takes? I want your opinions on it. And so this is this is the question. There's a lot of factors here that I really want to play into it. One, this person's into R&B and hip-hop, right? Mm -hmm. So judging rock music when you're into a different type of genre isn't quite, you know, like it, if you came be, up... Yeah, it can be hard because the the, the instrumental is hugely different like the way you even 
set EQs. Well, everything, everything yeah. is different. If you come up to me, and because I'm more rock oriented than I am hip hop or R&B, so if you came up to me, it was like, hey. I did, like, say the first guy who did mumble rap came up to me and showed me mumble rap. I'd throw in the garbage. I'd look at him, like, what is this? What yeah, is no, this I can't no handle one, that. No one's ever going to like this, right? Right. Oh, ha, 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 I was wrong. Well, it yeah. had a fad. And it's still going, bud. Is it really? Yes. Wow, people, come on. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. That's that's the point. This is the yeah. point I'm making. But it's it's one of those things where, you know, you listen to a different genre. I can't tell you what is a good real metal song because I'm not a metalhead. Right. You know, I have a better idea than the guy that listens to country music. But Probably, at the same yeah. time, if you came up to me and he's like, I wrote a song about tractors and pickup trucks, I'm going to be like, you got it. You're going to break the country genre like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and that could be completely off. Come on now. Right. That's just stereotyping. You don't know if it isn't your genre. Right. Exactly. I mean, there's... When I was younger, I was into a lot more harder rock and metal and yes. things like that. And, I mean, you listen for certain things, and you're like, oh, Absolutely. yes, that's good. But what triggers you doesn't trigger other people necessarily <laughs> either. Well, and most people in the metal world I've talked to anyway, when you start talking about, dude, you got to hear this song, it's got a killer breakdown. Yeah. That's the trick. Like, okay. does it have a breakdown? Because it like Cemetery Gates? Well, it's just, yeah, like... Which has by far the coolest breakdown yeah. I've ever heard in any song. Right. Like, the minute you get into that, it's like, that's where you start seeing, um, at least in metal anyway, because a lot of the music in metal, um, a lot of the guitar playing and stuff is a lot of just heavy distortion and moving on chord. Yeah. You know, and that's not, not to say that it's not good. It's just that's a lot of the style. Now, there are a lot of metal bands out there that in, then incorporate other parts into it that make it more technical. That's where you start seeing some really cool stuff. And breakdowns is your glimpse because for a lot of people, you can't hear that in the normal song. You can't hear the technical aspect because it's just sounding loud and sounds like noise. Sure. You know, but in the breakdown, it, the noise kind of calms for a minute and you hear the technical aspects of it where it's, you know, subdividing different um, time signatures of when they come in, when they don't, when they play, when they don't, you know, and that's where you see the technicality. And so you can have a band that sounds really good during the chorus and during the verses and all that. And then a breakdown happens and you will lose a lot of people if you're not good. I understand that. I understand that completely. Like yeah. I said, right now I just have Cemetery Gates guitar squeal <laughs> like going back and forth oh, yeah. in my head. I oh, just yeah. I can't stop. But you know, it's it's a weird thing because once again, if you're into a different type of music than what this guy's trying to do, you might not necessarily have the grasp of it. If he has a catchy chorus, honestly, that might be enough. As right. far as like the piano change and so on and so forth, like I find this stuff annoying, but. Then again, I listen to a, very, a lot of simplistic music. Right. Like, I listen to choruses where they just keep repeating the same. Uh, Nirvana did this. <laughs> they repeated the same thing over and over and over and over yeah. again. Can we just say that Nirvana, like, everyone puts them on this pedestal? Yeah. Not that good. Well, well I'm not going to argue with you on this, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, they were huge. They were, one they of the were bigger... massive, yes. They, and, and people will say they changed genres of music. They were one of, like, 30 bands out there that were doing the same thing. Absolutely, but they were the one that did it the best, Supposedly. arguably. Yes, yeah, so they were the one that got noticed the most. Well, they I, in, in my mind, they were the best out of that group, but I also don't care for grunge music. Right. So it's, and, I mean, can we say that the best thing that came out of Nirvana was Dave Grohl? Mm, no. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like Dave Grohl. I like Dave Grohl, too. I think he's a great guy. But, I mean, I did, like, compare him to the other two. Eh. See, I don't think Kurt Cobain was actually that good. I, I do. I think really? he was. Okay. Like, I would give you that, that Dave Grohl was probably the most talented person in that band, yes. clearly, because yes. he played the drums really well, and then he moved on to play the guitar really well, and, and he sings really well. And he is just straight up rock and roll. Yes. Like, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I like Dave Grohl a lot. <laughs> I he's okay. You're an old you're an old white man. Uh, <laughs> I am. I am. That's okay. But I mean, the guy can like he put on a concert and continued the concert while he was getting his ankle wrapped because he broke his ankle. I mean, there's so like, that's many. Awesome. There's so many guys that do that stuff. That's true. I mean, everybody's got their own moments. That's for sure. But, and I, and yeah, but and I, Dave Grohl's awesome. I will agree with that. But the point yeah. being, like, you take a look at Nirvana or whatever, I mean, it was like a constant repetition of a chorus. So when you start saying, like, yeah, the piano didn't change until halfway through the song, there's so many yeah, there's, things that are like that. There's a lot that are like uh, that. And why is an R&B guy pointing out that a piano didn't change? Like, I don't. There's so many rap and R&B songs that the piano stays exactly the friggin same have, have you listened to uh that billy eilish girl at all yes <laughs> wow okay so your I take on this is negative do not care for it she's she's a very very talented young woman i i don't see talent but i see that she found a niche i think that she's very very talented i do not like her music personally oh, that's fair and okay. and this is what i'm hitting on here right yeah I find that her music stays the same pretty much throughout the entirety of the song at like that level. I, I grew up in a generation where there was like a a rise and fall in the tempo of music constantly. Yes. And so when there isn't that, which is what a lot of the music mm-hmm. now is like, it's tough for me to follow along with. Yeah. So the idea that his piano kind of stays the same or whatever, I F- mean... It fits in with what's happening right now. All I'm saying is I can't really necessarily say that this person has the greatest uh, concept of how this is going to work, you know, whether it's going to be successful or not successful. I digress, though. The point being, do you say anything? Yeah. Oh, you do? I think you do, but you you approach it from a different angle. How do you do this? Well, okay, so... How do you tell someone they suck, Gator? I don't think you tell them that. (laughs) (laughs) How do you 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 tell them that you suck? You're garbage. But I think, you know, he approaches it from the angle like, hey, you know, I'm not into that style of music. Like, it's just that's not something that really catches my ear. That could get you out of it real quick. 100%. Because now you've taken, I don't have any true opinion on what you're doing because I can't relate to it. Yeah. But you say, you know, I thought these were pretty good. I was a little bit lost with that, but once again, I'm—I mean, maybe that's the norm for that style of music. I don't know. Well, because we've you all play dumb. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> playing dumb's good, and and this is this is where we get into the difficult portion here because, like, we've all known the guy, the band guy, right? Mm-hmm. The guy that's in the band and the band sucks real bad. It sucks real hard, guys. Yeah. Do you do you tell him? Do you go, hey man, your music it blows? No. <laughs> I mean, depending on how well you know the guy. It, 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 it's that, tough, that right? It yeah. is. It's really tough. Uh, because, I mean, if you know the guy really well, like, you can tell him, that, that sounds terrible. <laughs> you know. Let's be honest. Like, the, the way that this person's talking, the way they're approaching it, they're like, this is their first single. I'm going to tell you it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, most <laughs> people in bands, you realize you're never going anywhere. Right. And, I mean, I think it's fair to say, too, like, right now the guy is talking – 
if you're new in the music scene yeah. right now sucks oh absolutely it's gonna like you want to talk about work to get your name out right now is the work it well right now it is the best and the worst time ever in music history because you had the platforms to instantly become famous mm-hmm. however the record labels and stuff don't care because cd sales aren't a thing it's all about streaming so right. therefore you could have a gigantic hit single that is massively popular and then it does not guarantee you anything of a music no. career you and will not make the money that chumbawamba made right and there's no way for you to tour right now <laughs> oh yeah then which like is you how can't, artists you can't make push money. yeah you can't push your music you can't push it in people's face because you're not traveling. You're not playing shows. Got to be TikTok famous. You, you basically, you got to be, you know, viral video. You got to have that, you know, one music video or whatever that everybody has to watch for whatever reason it is, whether it be, you know, socially powerful or whether it be funny or something nobody's ever seen before. I'm going to do the windmill. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Like, I just watched the other day Red Hot Chili Peppers music video. <laughs> the one where they had all the people. This, this, oh, okay. And, like, at one point, Flea is standing on the like on his case in the back corner with his head up in the ceiling playing. Okay. Yeah. I've, um, it's not the one where they have the socks on their junk? No, not that one. Because <laughs> that's what I thought we were going with. Oh, I'm trying to think of the words of it right now. Oh, tell it. me baby okay yeah that's what it was and they just had a bunch of random people from like los angeles that were like yeah i flew out here i was gonna be famous in like six months it's been six years and i've got nothing <laughs> oh, it's just because it's not everybody's uh brad pitt with el pollo loco or right, whatever exactly. you know it just but i digress so like this is this is the point like when i was younger i was in a band right mm-hmm. uh the band was interesting there are some of us that went on to be successful and others of us that did not right Uh, that's fair it was a very talented band i was not part of the talent pool i was part of the non-talented pool you were part of the catchy pool uh i was part of i was sex appeal there you go there you go (laughs) (laughs) at that point in time sure i was the sex appeal i'll give you that um you know front man whatever i wrote catchy stuff and and then you know, but we had a guitarist that was amazing, a drummer that was phenomenal, a bassist that was really good, but a pain in the ass to work with, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah. also smelled bad. But we, well, we you all know, have somebody like that in yeah. our lives. Yeah, but that somebody doesn't come up and tell you how to do things in the band, and then no, you're like, oh, you just you just kind of leave that be. You're breathing in my face, and it and it's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Stop it. Stop breathing in my face. Right. So, <laughs> could you try singing like this? And you're like, I will sing however you want if you back up five steps. Right. Um, I'm, I'm over this. <laughs> real quick. But, you know, I would go to bad practice, and my mother one time told me, she goes, I don't understand why you're doing this. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, you're never going to go anywhere with it. And I'm like, ooh, that hurts. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that hurts, but also I didn't think we were going anywhere with it. Like, to be honest <laughs> with you, like, I just, I mean – it was fun. It was something I loved doing. I wish it continued longer. And then mm-hmm. what it did, do I think it could have gone anywhere? No, dude. We were like a mixture between like Pantera, Leftover Crack, and uh, Rage Against the Machine. Those oh, were the just, three that I... Yeah. We did like a rap rock metal thing. It was interesting. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> and I screamed. Of course, yeah. It I mean. was amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Like, but it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, I digress. Like, it wasn't it wasn't gonna go anywhere. You know this, right? This dude that's releasing this single or a CD or whatever. Like, he's not sitting here going like, I put all my dreams and wishes into this one basket. This is gonna be it. See, I've got friends that are like that. Oh no! That this is. I am destined You're to be. Me. No, I am no. not kidding <laughs> oh my you. God. This oh. whole I am destined to be a great musician, and I will make it big based on my music. And it's like oh. I thought I was gonna be the next Johnny Rotten. Do you understand this? Like you I had just that did it to have fun. Well, I had that much narcissism about right. myself, and it's absolutely true. I thought I was gonna be the second coming of punk rock Jesus. Now, <laughs> given that that being said. I also never thought it was going to happen. Right. Like in the real world, I was like, I could definitely be this guy. If I just got to that platform, that next step, I could be that guy. But at the same time, like, it's never, it's never going to happen. I always right. realized I was a buck short too, like a day late <laughs> and a buck short. Like I killed the pop punk game. Sure. But I was like five years too late on that. Right. No. And I mean, I remember as a kid anyway, like, you know, being around music and stuff. The one thing I always did want to see and wanted to try to do was a ska band. I thought that <laughs> yeah. would... I, because they're just fun. Oh, it is they super are. fun, but it's like... And they don't even take themselves seriously. Well, they can't. Because no one else does. The dude from Streetlight Manifesto doesn't even remember his songs. Right, he just makes up words. Pretty much. Yeah, but it's have okay. You ever, have you ever seen him do stuff live? No. He did an acoustic set once, and he's like, I honestly don't remember how the next chorus or verse goes. <laughs> and I'm like, you wrote this! And yeah. he's like, I don't remember any of my songs. Right. I just how, have fun. How? How? Right. Well, and it's like like one of my f or my favorite ska band of all time. Yeah, yeah. And like the lead singer, he's a nurse. That's his day job. And like he'll come home and do like a uh, Facebook live thing where yeah. he answers questions or whatever. And I remember I got on there once and I was able to actually ask him a question, which He's pretty popular in the ska world. Actually, one of the most popular in the ska world. And so it was like, oh, he's answering my question. Oh, yeah, dude. It's you super know, exciting. I, oh, man. I felt like a little kid. Henry Rollins wrote me back once. Right. It's yeah. like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is amazing. You know, but I asked him because they did a lot of goofy songs and a lot sure. of, you know, just absolute, absolute garbage and yeah. nonsense. And I asked him if he ever regretted doing one of these songs, like one of the songs that literally there isn't actual words for. It's just him making noise. And... <laughs> the answer I got back because they've put out multiple albums. Sure. You know, they've they in their heyday were extremely successful. Absolutely. And everything. And his answer was I think I regret doing every song. <laughs> you know, and fantastic that's the best that's the answer but, you want yeah. but that is the answer that is the answer that all artists have think right. about the song that they get some the most famous they hate it they always oh, hate yeah. it well in this one i don't know i mean i i know there's plenty of people that did listen to it right you know but i don't think there's many that know exactly what it is sure. like can just pick it up and hear it but to to also go off of like the the popularity thing, I mean, okay, so the you, you remember the this is the story of a girl song, yes, the Nine Days Band, yes. or whatever. They're amazing, amazing band, right? Okay, the guy is a teacher. This is what he does for a living. Right, yeah. He has a real like job. Can you <laughs> job. imagine trying to like go into work every day when like your students learn that that's who you oh, are? Oh, they do, and he plays the song like in the classroom. There are YouTube videos of it. Well, I mean, it made him famous. Yeah, but probably uh, made him a crap load of money. Well, I mean, there's, a, you know, so here's the thing. You're on TRL, right? There's you, there's Travis Barker there. This is the picture. It's him and Travis Barker. There's Carson Daly, right? Right. Um, Good old CD. 
nobody knows who he is, but right. everybody knows the other two. Oh, yeah, that's Carson Daly. That's Travis Barker. Widely, <laughs> widely successful people, right. right? Were you in the crowd and they just pulled you out for a photo? <laughs> no, this guy had a song that, like, the moment you start singing it, everybody goes, oh, I love that song, uh, or I know knows that, that song, yeah. right? He is a teacher. This is the, the pinnacle of success mm-hmm. to have a number one song. Yep, and it didn't carry. <laughs> like, I mean, don't get me wrong, the song carries. Like, oh, yeah, you the can song continues to carry, yeah. but their success didn't. No, right. their success went gone, and it's okay, so this is it. I mean, like, the idea of uh, tub thumping, right? right. Chumbawamba. Yep. People are like, what and what? I get knocked down, but, oh, I know that. Mm-hmm. You don't know the name of the song or the band, though. No. And nor should you, but it's... <laughs> but uh, I digress. Like, the point being... This is success. These are this is like multi-tiered success. Right. And they still end up going on to do nothing. So your buddy's like little project or whatever, inflate his ego, yeah, whatever. Tell him it's fun. cool. Just go point out the things that you like about it. Take Say, it to a local radio station, not not like an AM or an FM, but a local internet. Yeah. They'll play it. Oh yeah, definitely. They'll play it. Be like, really? Another song from a local artist? Of course. Of course we'll play it. We play pretty much anything that people send us. Yeah. So it's <laughs> <laughs> if someone sends one request, they're gonna play it. Because <laughs> yes. they're gonna be like, ah, someone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you're a local band and you want your stuff played, send it to Sessions on Saturday night. If yep. you have it professionally recorded, he'll play it because we're all about local music and supporting local music and That's local right. Michigan bands. That's right. Um, and not only that, but he might even invite you to come in and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you might if he likes your stuff enough, for sure. Exactly. Um, But this is this is the thing. Just honestly... Pinpoint the success, like the successful things that you mm-hmm. think work, like the catchiness. Bring that up. Yep. If uh, it's not good in certain things, say, "Hey, did you think about maybe tweaking this a little bit and possibly get into that?" But mostly, be supportive. Don't just look at them and say they suck. Unless your guy's like forty years old and he's still going on about how he's going to be the next Motley Crue. Yeah, he's then, already past it. <laughs> then look at him and be like, "Bud, you suck. You gotta grow up. Right. At some point in time, the dream ends. That is today." The dream is over. Right, it can be a it can be a background hobby. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Yeah. You're you're a multi tiered dad at this point. Please stop. Right, you don't need to put a sock in your pleather pants. <laughs> All right, with that in mind, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. You're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art; they tell a story, your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skill to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. 
Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascadon Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascadon Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascadon Lounge. Hey there, Dustin James here, host of Entertain the Experience. We come to you Thursday nights right here on SolidStateRadio.net, 7 to 9 p.m. Local, original, alternative music, as well as national and independent artists, cool stories, experiences from the road, just a general hodgepodge of awesome, entertaining experiences. Join us Thursday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. right here on SolidStateRadio.net. Stone Throw Theater, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly art show featuring Michigan artist Mike Romine. Local audiences will know Mike from his culinary artistry at the Mule Foot Gastro Pub in Emily City. This show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, November 5th through November 28th, from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery at Byers Furniture. On Friday the 13th, come meet the artist and enjoy a complimentary libation while you get to know the artist and his work. Stone Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. A state-of-the-art dog park is within reach in historic Lapeer, but we need your help to make it happen. The City of Lapeer, in partnership with Patronicity and the MEDC, has launched a crowdfunding campaign for this new park. If the Friends of the Dog Park can successfully crowdfund and reach its goal of raising $50,000, the State of Michigan, through the MEDC, will match the campaign, giving the community the funds they need to build this great dog park. For more information and to donate, go to www.patronicity.com slash Park. That's www.patronicity.com slash Park. Are you a nerd? Do your friends say you know a little too much about your favorite things? Me too! So join me, Todd Gilbert, on my all-new show, Big Nerd Theories. We'll deep dive and nerd out to whatever we like. Special guests, fun music, all that and more every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Big Nerd Theories, only on Solid State Radio. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. 
The CRB will be back the second weekend of December with live music every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Follow us at Facebook.com slash Bar for more info on upcoming events, including the 2020 Whaley Children's Jam. Solid State Radio. Welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We're about to go into the the guy that's the stick in the mud out of the friends, right? So you go off to college just to become the stick in the mud, the you know the naysayer or whatever. It happens. It does. It does. And I understand this. I could I could get being not the wild and crazy guys. You know, let's make a reference to something that happened in the seventies before it was born. Right. But you know, or the night of the Roxbury guys. Whatever. Just yeah. you know, you're not you're not going to be the life of the party all the time. But this is kind of an interesting thing because this guy finds finds himself in a a crowd that's a different crowd than what you could tell he's used to. Okay. But he connects with them. And it leaves a really, like, I don't like this. I don't like how he words things. I don't like the whole, but let's get into it. Okay. I started college and have found myself in a friend group of stoners and drug users. Not a bad friend group. Okay. And I'm uncomfortable with that. Well, why? (laughs) However, I'm not sure I can find a new friend group due to, like, the restrictions and my social anxiety. What should I do? And so this bothers me. I don't like how that's worded whatsoever. And it gets worse. All right. And it's a long one. It's a long one. He apologizes for for being so long. He's a freshman in college. lives in a flat with two roommates. I've been living away from home since early September, and I'm a plane ride away from my family and friends. My classes are all online, and I've been struggling with social anxiety ever since I moved here. So making friends has been really difficult for me. I eventually decided it was easiest to just hang out with my roommates and their friends since they already have an established friend group full of perfectly nice people. And keep in mind, perfectly nice people, right? Right. Okay. The thing is, the friend group smokes a lot of weed and do other drugs. Now, okay. this is this is the part that bothers me because when he says do other drugs, like that does get to be a little bit concerning depending on what type of drugs you're talking about. Right. Like the group that smokes meth together, not a good group of people right. to be around, right? Yeah, I've been around people that take heroin. You probably don't want to be around them for very long. No, you don't. Yeah, uh, it's different not great. reasons. Um, yes. Today, all of them except me were tripping on acid, which really concerned me. Now, here's the thing. Psychedelics are a little bit different. Way different. It, it's on the same scale as weed as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, I don't would, do I, it. I would agree with you on that one. I don't do it because I know I can't handle it. Right. If I knew I could handle it, I would love to try it. But <laughs> I know that I can't. You're the mental space for it? Never have been. I gotcha. sp- I smoke weed and I go, house gremlins, what's going to happen? <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, I don't know about your situation, what it would be like. It could probably be pretty bad. It could I mean, go real good or it could go real bad. I've I, had bad trips. Uh, like I just smoky weed isn't a trip, but I've had bad times doing that. Right. So I don't necessarily need to pressure myself into doing other things. Yeah, it's one I, of those things where you know you're you're what you're capable of. Yeah, I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah, you I know, was, I was well, fine. <laughs> did Salvio when I was younger? Like when I was younger, would have been the time to do this. Yeah, that's I when can't I did do it. it anymore. No, I wouldn't even think about trying it right now. Are you kidding me? That's that's the problem. Oh my like, gosh! This is no. like the the nervous <laughs> and stuff like that. That didn't happen when I was younger with the weed stuff either. That's all like 30s, right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I have many things to be concerned about. Yeah, it got weird for whatever reason. But anyways, I have always valued my grades and never drank or did drugs in high school, which is good. But good you know, for you. But That's your choice. Since moving away for college, I've gotten drunk a couple of times and I've smoked weed once. He's this guy, right? Okay. Um, one of the people in my roommate's friends group offered me the weed. He has. He wasn't peer pressuring me. Like that's and so this is another thing. Keep this in mind. He wasn't peer peer pressuring me or anything. Okay. But I decided on my own accord to try it. So some guys just like, hey man, you wanna you, you wanna hit man? You know that right. guy. Like, yeah. Which is what you do. That's the polite thing. Yep. Always you always offer. You know. You ever been peer pressured into weed? Hmm. Yes. Have you? Yes, I have. Say I have not. But I mean, <laughs> at the same time, like, I believe they knew I smoked, so, eh. Oh, so they were just edging you on because you do, or yeah, you had yeah, at the yeah, time I had. or it whatever, was, yeah. I've never been peer pressured when I was just like, I've never done that before. You know, I'm nobody saying, ever does that. But. Yeah, and I mean, the groups that I was in as well, like, you know, we had a few friends that did, obviously, and I did at, you know, given points in time in my life, but, you know, we would ask because that's the polite thing to do yeah. when you're in a group. It's just like, hey, you want pop, some? Pop, pass, Right, man. you're passing it around or whatever, and you just kind of hand it over. You're like, you want some? And every group I've ever been in, when I say no... That's cool. They're like, oh, all right, no problem. Yeah, no, they, they don't ask why. They just go, okay. Yeah, that's cool. They don't care. For the most part, they don't care. It, right. It's The only time that it's ever happened to me was super young, different mm -hmm. group of friends, and I think it was because they knew that I smoked and I just wasn't doing it that night. Right. And they found it weird. And understand as well, when I was the one offering and someone said no, I was okay with that because that meant more I get weed more. For you. Yes. <laughs> I exactly. was perfectly fine with this. I'm willing to share, but be honest with you, if I don't share, I get more from me. I'm selfish, but don't want to be. Right. I'm going to be polite, <laughs> but I totally don't want you to take any. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they they weren't peer pressuring anything. It wasn't a bad experience, but I didn't I don't plan on doing it again because I fear addiction. Oh, you are oh, such a loser. You are it. such a loser, bud. Stop it. I also fear that I'll feel read too many like after school pamphlets. It, dude, well wait. I uh, I also fear that I'll feel compelled to try other drugs yeah. if I keep hanging out with these people. Stop it. Just for clarification, I have no problem with alcohol use, as long as it's responsible. Okay, can we clear the air on this one real quick? Okay, like everyone wants to talk crap about weed. Yeah, everyone wants to talk sure, crap about sure. weed. Sure, you know what doesn't kill you? Weed. Yeah, I would rather, like, when my kids grow up and get older. Obviously, not when they're you know ten, but when <laughs> they yeah, Dad. right when they get older. Okay, yeah. I would rather hear that my kid started smoking weed oh, absolutely then is drinking on the weekends you know what's never happened to me before by somebody who smoked weed that they threatened were... to kick my ass right <laughs> it doesn't like you look at one person and you know they get aggressive they get mean they yeah. get sick they throw up they can crash a car because they're stupid the worst you... thing i've ever seen anybody do out weed Fall asleep. Right. Well, I, 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 he I mean, ate I all my chips. Tired. Yes, he ate all your chips. Yeah, he passed out on my couch and ate all my chips. Drunk homie over there just blacked out, punched me in the face, and then threw up all over my rugs. And he's not going to clean it. No. Because tomorrow morning he's going to be so hungover yes. that he's going to be sick again. Well, that other guy, he's going to wake up, feel like a thousand bucks. Maybe a little groggy, but that's about it. Maybe. We won't have a headache. It'll Depending just be on like, what he got, yeah. I just feel a little sleepy still. <laughs> right. Depending on the type he had, he yeah. might wake up a little bit Hazy. you know, foggy. Yeah. 
but that's it. No, that's absolutely it. You don't have that guy like hitting on every girl in the room. You don't right. have that guy coming up and starting fights with you because you just looked over there for one second. Right. You're not seeing the guy like walk up and put a hand on somebody's shoulder or get in their face hey. and do this whole hey. Mare. <laughs> I I don't like the way you look at me. Right. I don't like it. He doesn't yeah, the they take offense to something where it's like, hey, bud, hey, maybe you should just go sit down. Yeah. What? Huh? What did you say to me? Huh? I, I don't have to sit down. <laughs> I kick your ass. Right. <laughs> but yeah. you, you look at a guy that just like smoked a bowl out in the garage. He's like, dude, maybe you should go sit down. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm going to go sit down. Right. I'm going to go have a bag of chips. <laughs> I probably should. Yeah. You're right, dude. That was, a, that was some good stuff. <laughs> did you see that? I see nothing. Right. <laughs> and they, they and not only that, but like somebody drunk, you can look at them, they can get angry, their face looks angry, Dude. they can get animatedly angry. You look at someone on weed and they have permagrin. And like once again, <laughs> what happens if you smoke too much weed gator? You need to take a nap. You end up taking a nap. Because yeah, like, that's you become all you're able to do. Yeah. What happens if you drink too much? You can die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what happened to John? Well, John threw up last night in his mouth and then drowned in his own pee. Yeah, we had to take Billy to the hospital and get him to drink charcoal. Yes, yes. yes. No, that's... Uh. Meanwhile, Ted's just over there. Oh, no, I got to go to sleep because it's too much. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I can feel my fingernails growing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So the, as long as it's responsible, and let's be honest, if you're drinking... To have fun, you're not being responsible. No, I mean, if if the point of drinking is that that's the way you have fun, you're you, not being responsible. No. That's the whole th- drinking is being irresponsible. I don't care what you say. That's the truth of it. If you're it drinking be, to get yeah. a buzz, it's being irresponsible. Right. But if I'm hanging out with a bunch of friends and having a good time, yeah, and somebody says, "Hey, let's have a drink," it's like that. I'm already having a good time. This could make it better. I don't know, but oh, dude, calculated risk. Good. Calculated risk. Right. It's fine. I'm not saying not to drink. I'm right. just saying that, like, if that's what it takes for you to have a good time, yeah. your priorities are messed up. All right. So, uh, and I'm even okay with responsible weed use. So, like, I, I'm hoping he means just like not getting in the car. Right. Like, not I'm driving. hoping that's, yeah, that's not, not smoking while you're driving. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. It was, uh, it was the tripping on acid. I'm not comfortable at all with. Okay, well, don't do it in a safe space. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, as but, long you know. The, yeah. Yeah, anyway, get rid of you know everything that has some sort of similarity to a face if you're not ready for it. Right. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't think bad thoughts. Don't think of the devil. Don't think of the devil. Uh, oh God, no! <laughs> I think I should leave this friend group and find new friends who are like me and don't do drugs. But I have no idea how to make this happen because of you know the pandemic and the restrictions combined with my social anxiety. I feel like if I stop talking to these people, then I'll just go back to sitting in my room alone all the time, feeling lonely and depressed right now i've kind of just been casually hanging out with these people to get some social interaction but i feel like it's a bad idea to be around them at all because of their drug use oh my god buddy (laughs) okay it sounds to me like somebody just learned what the real world is like yeah should i so should i stick it out with this friend group for now wait until lockdown is over and hope i find a new friend group someone easily afterwards or should i cut these people off now even if it means i will have no friends or is there a better solution please advise there is a better solution yes there is because like the okay here's the thing so they like to smoke weed so they do acid on occasion or whatever like these aren't really big things these are very small things that are not irresponsible do they treat you right are they kind to you 
Right. Are uh, they trying to hit you up for money to buy stuff all the time? Right. I mean, these are all factors that lay into it. So the big reason why, like, like harsher drugs, it gets freaky. Like anything past that point. When you start talking about like meth, coke, well, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, like Chemical, that stuff. Things that are manufactured is sketchy. Yeah. So well, I mean, LSD is manufactured, but it can it's, be. But you can find natural forms of it too. Uh, you know, yeah, psychedelics and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, it, regardless, like the psychedelics thing is a little bit different. But we start talking about like, uh, you know, like the more hard stuff. There's a lot of addictive, a lot of addiction that comes with this. The other big portion of it is when the, when people get into this stuff, it changes their character. It and can. we're not even talking yeah. about like them being high, but there's an addiction and an addiction factor. Mm-hmm. Well, they will betray the people that trust, they trust, that trust them for money, for personal gains right. in order to fuel, fuel the addiction. And it, it's that case. It's worrying, but like yeah. a bunch of stoners. No. Do they have all the money for the weed all the time? Yeah. Okay, cool. Have they Whatever. ever really peer pressured you into it? No. Okay. That's fine. So right. it sounds to me like you have a bunch of fun loving, really nice guys that aren't doing anything <laughs> crazy or whatever. Right. Who no, are nobody nice sm- to you. Nobody smokes a bunch of weed in a group and then decides to go rob a pharmacy. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> You don't take off your shirt and run through the streets of Florida uh, pretending you're Superman. Not on weed. No. LSD, maybe. Ah, that's a possibility. That's yeah. definitely a possibility. <laughs> but that's why you're supposed to have a, a you know the control group. You're, you you do. have a safety You monitor. have to have a... Okay. <laughs> yes, you need to be in a safe place, in the right mindset, and... Not only that, and maybe this is giving way too much credit to people that use things. I don't know, but this was the world I was in at the time anyway, <laughs> was you have people that are that know you. You have really one sober person. Right. You and always have one yes, sober person. Yes, yes. There was one person in the room that was like you were design- basically the designated driver. You're a babysitter. Right. It was we need somebody in their right mind in case something does happen or in case somebody has a bad trip. They need to be the ones that can bring it all back in. Absolutely. That's the rule. And it it rotates. Or just make sure that you don't hurt yourself or do something stupid. Right, because it's very easy to do. Like leave the stove on because you decided to make spaghetti and gummy bears. No, you go fight a mailbox because it told you a bad joke or something. Yeah, okay, that too. That happens. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) The toilet's yelling at me. Yep. (laughs) 100%. The floor is melting and I'm drowning. (laughs) That can happen too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you... just saying, you know, well, a bunch of my friends, they, they do drugs and I don't like it. It's like, okay, if you don't like it, then you don't like it. And that's fine. And that's fine. No one's forcing you to go hang out with them. And I get that you have social anxiety. That's a real thing. Absolutely. And I totally understand because from what it sounds like, you're very much of an introvert. You're very much a loser, but that's okay. Well, that's true. You know, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. That's a mean judgment call thing. But right. let's be honest. The way you're talking, bud, you are you have a stick so far up your ass. Yeah, you're pretty stuck up for sure. It's insane. Well, and I mean, he's young. He's a freshman oh, in college. It looks like he's never been exposed he to these things. He was in a sheltered lifestyle. A little bit, yeah. Oh, and, and this uh, is the perfect time to break out of your shell. What greater group of people to do it with? Right. And I mean, you'll you'll experience different things and whatnot if you choose to. They're not going to yeah. force this on you, and they Absolutely. haven't yet. And you know, once again, weed smokers will always offer. They're polite, but that's it. Right? They offer. You know I, what drinkers do? Oh, take another shot, pussy. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
if you don't down that beer in five seconds, you party foul. Party, party foul. foul. Party foul. Yeah. Oh, someone wore their panties today. Yeah, you're not allowed over anymore. <laughs> you're not fun. You're killing my buzz. Yeah, all right. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drinkers, <laughs> dude, they they can be a rough crowd for can sure. Be. But you can have good ones too. That's well, no, just the way I'm, it works. It is. I'm just saying that there's less of a likelihood when you're talking about those that sort of weed. Exactly. This is a thing that happens so much. You're, you're surrounded by a group of people that are nice to you, right. that are inclusive. They're all including you, even though you don't partake really into the things that they do. Right. They still want you around. Still think you're fun. Well, and I mean uh, the other thing too. When he sits there, he goes. You know, I could just sit in my dorm alone and alone, be lonely. Okay. By myself. Right. And I mean, I get that you have some worrisome with it. Yeah. At the same time, you know, I I would venture a guess to say that video games are not something out of his realm of what he does. I would venture to say that too. And I would also venture to say stoners like to play video games they do. quite a bit. Right. But at the same time, like I have people that I still play video games with. Absolutely. That I have never met in person. Sure. I don't know who they are. I don't know where they live. I know their name. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we've been playing video games for years. Yeah. And it's just that's part of the crew that we have or whatever. And so, you know, you can have friendships with these people. Granted, it's, you know, maybe it's all based around the newest video game that came out or sure. whatever. It doesn't matter. There is a camaraderie there if you want it. Absolutely, I talk to guys all the time. We do this. We do this together. Right. Uh, you know, I was talking one of my friends I haven't talked to in like ten years, and now all of a sudden we're clicking and being good friends again. Yeah. Talk to his little brother, who's apparently like twice <laughs> the giant. size of me. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing is you can find it in other places. It doesn't have to be. Oh, I need a group of ten people that I can go hang out with at their house in person, and you know, get to know them like that. It's like, well, that can come in time. Yeah. You know, but. But you're also like, I need to find people that are just like me. You're not going to find that. You you're don't not. want that. You, well, you, it doesn't, like, you're looking at your, the things that are different too much. You're not looking at the similarities because there's a reason you hang out with them other than your loneliness to begin with. Like, right. there has to be a commonalities enough to talk to get along with these people. Are you all freshmen in college and trying to figure out who you are in this yeah. world? Yeah. You have more in common with that. Than the fact that they smoke weed and you don't. Yes. Like, the fact that you are all freshmen trying to figure out life, trust me when I tell you, that is huge. And, oh, dude. Like, I mean, this is this is the one thing that I'll say about college. One of the greatest things about the college experience is that you have a community, a group, a large, mm -hmm. large group of people that are all around the same age, going through the same stuff, trying right. to figure out who they are, what they want to do with their lives. I mean, it's really an amazing time. Like, as much as people sit there and you can boo-hoo on college, you can talk bad about it, whether you've been there or we haven't been there or whatever. Mm -hmm the case is one of the great portions of it isn't necessarily the learn it what you learn there or the degree it's the legitimately everybody there is there for the same common goal or reason going through the similar or same sort of stuff it's not like right. high school where there's a big fish in the pond or right. whatever it's a completely different experience where everybody's just trying to fit in and becoming an adult. And right. it's really interesting. And they can all support you. That's yeah. the, I mean, that's the thing. Like when I went, granted, I only went for a year. Yes. <laughs> you know, but at the same time in that year, the people like, you know, we knew each other in high school. Yeah, but we, we, did, did, yeah. we didn't know each other very well. No. <laughs> you know, we were in different social circles and everything Absolutely. like that. But when we went to college anyway, we got to know each other a bit better. 
but it was one of those that was the time where it changed from yeah he's a he's a friend or whatever i know him or whatever it turned into i want to make sure he's okay yeah this is a good friend this is somebody i trust right right. like i want to make sure he's okay if there's something that comes up i want him to know that he can call me absolutely you know he can call on me he can be like i need help and he can know that i'm going to be there you don't get those camaraderies very often no like especially when you're out of school yeah try finding one of those in like a workplace oh definitely a workplace is a completely different scenario i mean right this is just an opportunity and and to be honest that's another big thing about this college living situation you're learning about different people in different lifestyles yeah this is it you want to talk about a culture shock this is a culture shock to you this is a chance to take that by the reins meet people that are different learn about different life experiences come on guy get the stick out of your ass Yeah, branch out a little bit like you said they're all really nice perfectly nice people Dude, if you like them that much, you have no... Here's the other thing. You live with them. They're right. your roommates, and you enjoy that. Right. You know how many people live with people and effing hate them? Right. It happens <laughs> right. quite a bit. Oh, absolutely. Like, so you're there. You like these guys. They're great. You get along. You hate, but I don't like their use of drugs. Uh, dude, just get over yourself. They probably don't like the fact that you do something, too. Sure. I, I'm sure they really wouldn't like it that you're so judgmental. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I mean, you're really harshing my buzz, man. You're you're harshing my mellow. Uh, you, you know, and even if you say, if you tell them, you're like, I'm not a big fan of when you guys are doing this. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Believe it or not, they may even look at it and go, okay, we will find a different way to do this that you're not directly involved in because we don't want to make you upset. Yeah. That's very possible. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, they may. I mean, it may be the fact that they look at you and say, "Hey, so you know, we got people coming over. We're gonna smoke down. So I, you may want to find something to do for the next hour." I don't even think that the smoking down bothers him so much. I mean, he seems to be a little bit problem-like. But oh, here's I'm sure the thing. It does. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I mean, he's more. Snotty. He seems more concerned about the acid than anything. And let's be honest, you're not doing acid all the time. I I mean I've met a few people that do, but no, you don't do it all. It's the time. usually like a rarity that you're doing. It's the a special treat. Yeah, it's a special <laughs> treat. Every now and then you're just like, ooh, I found shrooms. Uh, <laughs> right, because you don't. I mean, unless you're one of those people, you just don't see them that often. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't come around all the time. You run it. Maybe it depends on the circles. But, uh, right, I, like I said, some people. Yes, you do find them all the time. I know some interesting circles, but it's one of those things where like. These people, a lot of people don't do that stuff all the time, and most of the time they're not. Like, they're all there, they're studying, they're doing schoolwork and stuff. I mean, you're equating what they're doing to not getting schoolwork and stuff done. They're probably still doing it. Probably. They're just they able to... They can probably function when they're stoned. Some people can yeah. do this. Some I can't. Some people can. I was not one either. <laughs> <laughs> I tried once. I tried writing a paper stoned. I, I, I remember a roommate of ours tried as well. And I remember he tried, and he was writing the paper for about an hour and a half. Yeah. And he called me, or he got done like an hour and a half, and he's like, dude, come check this for me. I was like, all right, man, no problem. Because at the time, I was apparently sober that day. Yeah. You know, and I was like, all right. And so I went and read it, and I looked at it, and I was like, um, this is garbage. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I was like, this is not very good. Not only that, how long is this paper supposed to be? He's like, three pages. I was like, dude, you've got like half a page here. It was, what? (laughs) 
He thought he he thought he had knocked it out, and it was like, no, buddy, this God. is not good. I wrote like the title, I got it all formatted, <laughs> did it all perfect, right? And then after that, I just kind of sat there, like I don't even, I don't even know, <laughs> I don't even know, man, I I got nothing. And then I realized I had to stop, and it was like a half an hour in. I looked at what time is it? Oh crap! Um, <laughs> I guess this isn't happening. I right, f it, which is generally how that goes. Yeah, but typically, yeah, guy, just get the stick out of your butt. Have, have fun, fun, man. Yeah. Just have some fun. You don't have to smoke weed. Just no. have fun with them. They seem like great go. people. Right. You don't have to go crazy. Just talk to them. If people treat you good, that's the bottom line. Right. It really is. You don't find it very often. All right. With that in mind, we're going to go ahead and take a break. When we get back on the other side, we're going to talk about uh, when friends with benefits goes too far. Mm, <laughs> All right. Open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Solid State Radio. You get over to a house, you walk over to a door, you start pounding on the door. You say, open up the door, bitch, this is Wolf of with the green teeth. Let me in. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me is my buddy and co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. So before we hit the break, I kind of teased the thing about friends with benefits, right? Yes, you did. And it's it's a very weird thing. Like this guy. <laughs> Is like, it weird to ask if you've ever had a friend with benefits? Is that a weird topic? Because I feel like that's something you just don't talk about. I mean, like, hey, if, if anybody has had a friend with benefits, go ahead, call in. Yeah, I want to know. Let's, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. What's the number, Gator? Uh, the number is 810-356-4839. So if you've ever had a friend with benefits, please go ahead and message us through the app. Go ahead and call in. What's that number? 810-356-4839. And we'll pick up. We'll talk about this for a little bit because it's kind of a weird thing. Um, yeah. I don't know people, anyone that's had one. I have. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, then yes. So, I, I mean, and not not like a, it wasn't a long-term thing, but it just happened more like more or less once. Yeah. And um, also, if you do decide to call in, um, we have instructions on how I can get you to play through the board. No guarantee on me getting it right the first time. So if I hang <laughs> up on you call back again (laughs) but i'm trying real hard (laughs) i I actually got it through the board once sweet if you follow those instructions you'll be able to do it guaranteed all right um but regardless you know it's kind of a weird thing friends with benefits are a weird thing it isn't very much a idea like a taboo sort of thing depending i think it's a lot more normalized now i think people get lonely i think we all have needs yeah i mean i think a lot of it too is um kind of the traditional mindset goes that's bad you know you shouldn't have that without an actual relationship is kind of the mindset of people um which is changing i mean cultures change you know things progress and everything and you know it's i look at like obviously i wasn't around in the 60s like i just wasn't because i'm not old enough (laughs) you know but from what i've heard there was a lot more of like the casual Oh, yeah, like, love. Yeah, love, like baby. just kind of being, love. you know, friends, and that's how you introduced yourself. 
Well, uh, there's so my idea of friends benefits is it goes a couple different ways, right? Mm-hmm. One of them is that one person has feelings for the other person and the other person doesn't. I think that happens quite a bit. And I think that's kind of a sad and that's the bad case of friends with benefits. I think the other case of it is is it's two lonely people that realize that they they're friends, they get along in the casual way. Right. There is either a mild attraction or, you know, not like a crazy intense amount of attraction, but enough. Well, to you at can least stand being around. Yeah, you can stand being around each other. But you get along well enough, but realize that like they're not what you want. Right. So, yeah, like like I, nothing's I, ever going to come of this. Like long term? Yeah, the way I look at it is if I ever entered that sort of, you know, casual standpoint with somebody where we're going to be friends with benefits sort of thing, that means that I'm not interested in you. Because if I was interested in you, I'd be trying for long term. Right. I would try to make it more singular. I mean, I, wa- I want you to get to be my girl, right? Secluded. Like, yes, yes, yes. So, exclusive. you know. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. There you go. There you go, bud. Yeah, I got there. Uh, so, you know, when you're when you're talking about, like, friends with benefits, that sort of thing, you're just kind of, I find you attractive. I'm horny. You're horny. Let's do things. It's going to help each other out. And then we'll just kind of... And then wrap up and go our ways. No drama, no whatever. People, both people know what you're what you're in it for, so right. there shouldn't be any bad feelings over it. It's it's that's the way it's supposed to be, ideally, in mind. The problem is, is when somebody does attach feelings, right? Which I think happens every time, sure. no matter what. Really, if you're going to share that kind of experience with another human being, yes, I feel like there is some sort of connection that is made. Yes. Yeah. Well. Regardless if it's a lasting, strong connection, (laughs) I think there's some sort of connection between you and the other person for a long time. Better name on a piece of paper. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's one of those things where, like, I have to include that I did that with that person. Like, that's, you know, how that goes as far as I'm concerned. Gotcha. Yeah, see. And I'm not talking about friends with benefits in that situation. I've just, I've done that with people before where I'm kind of looked back and went, ooh, in fact, there's one that I don't remember her name. Oh, well, there you go. So... It happens. (laughs) It does. It was a very short-lived relationship. I didn't end that. She did. Um, Oh, there you go. But regardless, regardless, um, I think the friends with benefits thing, yeah, it's most supposed to be just like a mutual beneficial, you know, benefits. Yeah. Right. But, you know, you get the feelings. And then sometimes you're in this weird situation here where this guy has it a little misconstrued. And this is this is the way I look at it because this is different. This is a different setup, and it's kind of weird in my mind. Okay. My friend with benefits just ended our relationship over money. Which there shouldn't be money involved Why with a friends with benefits thing, yeah. right? That seems a little odd. That's weird. So I'm wondering if I made a mistake here. Also odd, or if I was wrong to tell her not to use my credit card in order in to order booze and cigarettes. What is happening? Basically, I have a friend who is my friends with benefits. She is a single mom, and I would often give her money to pay for her bills. This gets weird, right? Oh, buddy. She recently got a job, however, which I was proud of. And the other day, she asked me if I, she could order some booze and cigarettes with my Uber Eats account, to which I said, okay. Today, I saw she had ordered not only on that day, but the following day as well. So I asked her if she could please not use my account to order booze and just for Uber rides. And she said she was tired of me bringing out money to her face and making her feel like she has nothing, so she proceeded to block me. Did I make a mistake on anything? She couldn't, by telling her that uh, she couldn't use my account? 
I, you know, what what do I do here? Did I make the mistake? And and you did make a mistake, bud. In my yeah, mind, yeah, you gave her money. It's it. You, you thought it was something that it's not. You you really like. Friends with benefits, we kind of went through, right? Right. Uh, You're you, two you, separate lives. You just share one specific thing. Yes. That's it. You're paying for somebody. She was a prostitute. Right. <laughs> like, whether or not you want to look at it that yeah, way, maybe ex- she told herself friends with benefits to feel better about herself at the end of the day, but you got used for money, homie. Right. She was she was giving one thing. Yes. And expecting to receive another. Yes. Rather than just expecting to receive the same thing she's given. There were transactions made. Right. That makes that prostitution. 100%. Absolutely. Doesn't have to be monetary for it to be prostitution Ooh. either. So this is more like uh, you're a sugar daddy, buddy. That's uh, that's what daddy. I heard. I was like, and single mom can't afford things, so I'm paying bills and we just share this. No, no, no. No, no, Not friends with you're, benefits. You're a sugar daddy, bud. Yeah. Like, that's the way it is. And don't get it twisted. You didn't do anything wrong. She has a job now. She doesn't need you. Right. That's exactly what it is. There was a real petty excuse to get out of this by trying to use up the funds that she could, getting the last out of you without right. having to give up any more stuff. Because, let's be honest, she probably doesn't want to have sex with you anymore uh, because she can afford to take care of herself. Right. Which, uh, you know... I, it's, it's it's terrible. It's a real terrible thing to like downplay this or like to put it off on someone here. But I mean, this isn't how friends with benefits go. That's not the benefit. Right. Money isn't part of that equation. It's two lonely people not being lonely. It's getting out, you know, that lust, <laughs> getting out the devil seeds, you right. know, whatever you want to call it. it, it it's, it's just making each other feel better. Uh, and in this case, that wasn't it, man. You, you just paid money for sex, and it is what it is. Now that it's wrapped up and over with, that's what you, it's a wash, man. Yeah. It's a wash. You didn't it's do done. anything wrong. What's, well, I mean, uh, what's wrong did. is that you thought it was something that it wasn't. And the other thing that I think you did wrong is I think you have feelings that you shouldn't have. <laughs> Goddamn yep, the board. He does. He found the board. I did. I got it to work. Yeah. <laughs> No, he did. He had feelings for her, obviously. I mean, nobody... I don't know anyone that just randomly gives another person, you know, um, a significant amount of money to be able to pay bills or buy cigarettes and booze. I mean, like... Which I'll, are I've, optional things. And then shared that other aspect of your life, too? Yeah, I mean, I've spot people money here and there to do buy th- different things. Yeah, like, I've given you, money for cigarettes before, but not for, like, sex. That's what I mean. I'm not, like, like cigarettes and sex? Yes. Right. <laughs> like, I'll buy you a pack of smokes if you do something this. else. That's called quid pro quo. <laughs> quid and that's pro a, quo. And that's illegal. That's, <laughs> that's, well, that's Hostile work environment! <laughs> Uh, it's not my OSHA approved. Right, um, not at all. <laughs> so it's it's yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. Like you got it twisted, bud, and like you because of the fact that it just all of a sudden ended, and you're kind of like, oh, I put this boundary. No, you guys had a weird relationship thing, and you got it twisted. That's not how it works. No, it's that's not. where you went wrong. Just wrap it up, man. Go find somebody who cares about you. Get in a real relationship. I mean that's that's my personal advice there. Yeah, you you done goofed it and well no, you didn't goof it. You didn't recognize what was happening because you chose not to look for it. And she knew exactly what she was doing. 
Like, right. to a T. Oh, definitely. You she got played, played like this, a fiddle, bud. Yeah, she played this game once or twice, it looks like, anyway. Or had somebody that has coaching her through it. Yeah. You know, and she... Chances are you're not the only one, too. No. Nope. She probably had a, a decent lifestyle. In fact, that might be her other job. It very possibly could be. You <laughs> she know. found somebody who has deeper pockets. Potentially, or was more willing to buy her lots of booze and cigarettes. Sure. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, did you do anything wrong no. to ruin that relationship? No. But did you do anything wrong in the first place? It looks like you were barking up the tree and tried to supplement in a way that you shouldn't have, and it shouldn't have taken that. Listen, if you want to do a sugar daddy thing, that's fine. That right. exists. You do and you. Be, be fi- you're, you're cool doing that if you know what that is. As, right. as long as you know what you're doing, it's fine. Right. But the moment you start having unrealistic expectations or you think it's something different, that's when you're wrong, bud. That's that's really all it comes down to. So let's go ahead. We're going to move on from that. We're going to talk about a girlfriend who shares details about her sex life. Okay. Girlfriend who shares details about her sex life. Okay. Yeah, about her and her significant other's sex life. So it's the, the guy that's talking here. So my girlfriend shared details about our sex life, and I don't know how to recover my self-esteem. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's a little a little odd here. So right. anyway, I saw a text from my girlfriend to her male friend discussing our sex life and asking him for tips. Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Asking him for tips. Here's a brief rundown. I know this was going to get you. No, you... Listen. No. No, you you need to... So stop, much stop. wrong. No, 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 no. Well, let's you go. You got to listen. Newly into our relationship, she had a drink with her male co-worker after work. She expressed a concern that she'd never had, uh, you know, the big O. Oh... With her exes and didn't want that in our current relationship. He suggested to try a different position. The next day, we did stuff, and she suggested the yeah we do what what he said and try a different position there. Uh, after that, I went to clean up, and she texted him unbeknownst to me at the time and told him that we did that, but it didn't happen. No, no big O. Her coworker replied that he'll have to give me some tips, and she said she'll be watching to make sure. So uh, she later told me. That she asked him because she heard he was dating lots of girls lately. That's that's so her dumb. excuse. You are really dumb, for real. <laughs> you just keep playing stuff. I hate that board, by the way. I, I'm loving it I right now because it. I don't want to. Yeah. This is really so. <laughs> this has really bruised my ego and hurt my self-esteem. I feel like my partner thinks I'm bad in bed, and that some guy would be better. I already have self-esteem issues, and that has not helped. I know I don't know how to move on from this. She's apologized endlessly. But how do I build back trust and build back self-confidence? Uh, so basically what he does want to note here is that there is nothing here between the coworker because they've been together for like five years or whatever. And the, the guy, they're just it's a platonic thing. Well, I'm not worried about the guy. No. Like, I'm not. The only thing I'm worried about the guy with is that he's giving answers. Yeah. Like that, I, I'm not the biggest fan of. I mean, I can see why he is. He's trying to help a friend. Yes. And I can get that, but the fact that she is willing to talk to him about it... Yes. ...is a little weird. Not really. I feel it's a little weird. You find it weird. (laughs) I don't think it is. See, this is, once again, we get into this weird place where you've been married since you were 15. Right, that's true. (laughs) No, but, I mean, it's... 
you know, not to try to beat a dead horse, but every time we talk about relationships, it's yeah. a lot of the time it's like, just talk to them. Okay. No, I know. You know, uh, I mean, absolutely. that's kind of the road we go down. But this one specifically, anyway. I'm going to go with she doesn't know. Because it's one of those things where it isn't just this guy. It's every guy she's been with. She's never gotten to that point. Right. So, Which, I mean, is a crying shame. Oh, it's an absolute shame. It's right. A, it's a tragedy of all tragedies. It is the big, yeah. I mean, it's not great. And, you know, you probably, you need, in that, oh, man, in that situation, it's not going to be another person that can get you there. No. You have to figure out what it takes for yourself. Well, yeah, that's that's a big thing. Because here's the thing: have you ever have you ever done that by yourself? Like, I, I, you have just, you ever gotten there ever, on yeah, your own? Have you ever gone there all the way on your own? Right, because, because if, you if you haven't, <laughs> then you it doesn't matter what you try. You don't know what it's going to take till you figure it out. And sometimes it takes that to realize, hey, this is the position I need to be right. in. This, this is, is the mindset, whatever. Yeah, this is the angle I need. You know? And there's also different types of stimulation. Some right. people need like. <laughs> Yeah. Some people need internal. Some people need external. Absolutely. And that's Perfect. okay. Some people need deep penetration and other people just need the uh, the vibration. Right. You know, there's plenty of different things. And so, you know, I get that. I get that you're looking for answers. Yes. Like that's totally understandable that you're looking for answers. Now, the big thing is, is, is your friend is a coworker. Is your coworker like a sex therapist? Those people exist in this world. Absolutely. You know, and they may be able to guide you along the right track. Yes. Not because, like, dude, just because a dude dates, like, a bunch of girls, that's fine. I date a bunch of girls. I can tell you I am wildly unsuccessful. <laughs> that has nothing well, that, to do with yeah, Exactly. Like, just because you date a bunch of people does not mean you're good at it. If anything, I look at that and go, that's a low selling mm, point. Buddy. Um, so yeah, Kick me while I'm down, Gator. I'm just kick me while I'm you down. Know, but it, it's... I don't like the fact that she's going to the person instead of being like talking with her significant other and saying, I haven't gotten there and I don't know why or I, the significant other not realize it. Well, OK, I don't think that uh, I, th I think that's, that's an interesting point right there. There's two things with that. One is the, the significant other not realizing. Yeah. I think that's a common thing for guys. I think a lot of guys don't. I, I mean, that's very true. If you're not being observant and you're not actually paying full attention. I think that even if you pay for it, guys, they, their egos are different, Gator. I mean, I mean you've been true. with yeah, your wife for so long. That doesn't mean that things aren't, you know, learned. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure. But you also have a very open talking relationship and you've figured things out and I right. don't want to get deeply involved no, in this. No, but I mean, you need but to <laughs> discuss things with the significant other and right, you need to have right. the, there, there's a comfort level of being willing to ask and not think that it makes you but some emasculated. some girls if they make the noise they do that because what she doesn't say is she's she's saying she doesn't get there right right but if she fakes that she's getting there or whatever the other guy might think he's killing it well you can fake a certain thing sure you can't fake other things yes <laughs> but not that those other things it's not the same way with everybody that's true that everybody's body does different that's things. true so you know if you make noises and then go yeah i got there or whatever a guy's gonna go all right cool i mean if you're not willing to tell him no it didn't happen yes then yeah he's, he's probably know. yeah he's probably just gonna assume that's what it is but but it's not on him either it's like she's just never had it anyway that's that's the big point and then it comes down to the other thing of like knowing that he is insecure about this because they've been dating i guess for like five years and he's insecure about this 
This is something he's insecure about. Oh, buddy. Well, he's he said it himself. You he's insecure about a lot of different things. The, this is this is the idea of why she probably went to a friend. Right. This dude, he kind of knows different things or whatever. I mean, it's a different perspective. A lot of times if I'm, you know, when it comes to sex stuff, sometimes you want to hear it from a female perspective or from right. a male perspective if it, you're a female See, just because you don't you don't know. Right. It's a different experience. And I think the other question here too is would like I'm looking at it anyway, would I feel as the guy, would yeah. I feel as weird about it if she was talking to a girlfriend? If the coworker was a female? I, yes, for me, I would. So here's here's right. the big thing. And I, I want to say, no, it wouldn't make a difference. I would still feel weird no matter what. But the other half of me is like, mm, probably not, actually. No, I and I, I absolutely would, 100%. Right. Absolutely. Because my big thing here isn't necessarily... I've been playing devil's advocate the entire time. Oh, of course, yeah. The big thing here isn't, to me, a breach of trust as in, like, like she's not telling you this information. I think a lot of this is just completely innocent, like, hey, this isn't happening. I need some advice on how to do this. Right. Please let me know. Maybe this is the one person she's close to talk to about this sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know what her life situation is. I think we all kind of have those situations, and I think it especially helps, though, like, when you gain the opposite sexes, um, knowledge on something because like if something happens with the lady and i don't know understand lady parts whatsoever right <laughs> like i'm not gonna be like gator this happened wild right and you're right. gonna be like yeah wild what is that no i'm <laughs> gonna go right. talk to a girl that that knows you know right. yeah uh, call up rose and be like rose why is this happening right you know like yeah. that would help make more me. sense help <laughs> and so this this would be this would make more sense right uh it, I get this. I get this sort of, like, that argument there. I don't have a problem with that. My problem is when you talk about things, and I don't I don't want to hear about this whatsoever, because when you start talking about intimate things with other people that we do in the bedroom, I don't like that. Right. You're bringing someone else into a world that doesn't need to have anyone else in. Absolutely. Those people that have, like, those weird, close relationships with other people and that are completely open about the things they do with their bedroom, that's fine. You guys could be that way if both partners are okay with it right like it when you there find are certain out things i don't need to tell other people well, have you ever met like the girl that's super close to her mom and they discuss stuff like yes. that with each other and you go well, I, no yeah you don't why do, no. why do you want to know about your daughter's or your mom's you know different experiences I, why 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 sub, why submit your mind to that well i don't also don't want to go over for thanksgiving and be right. in the you know and she's just like oh so you're into this right like, no one i don't <laughs> want anybody to know what i'm into i spent most of my life where only the people i've been intimate with know what my fetishes and kinks are right i want it to stay that way right can you imagine like if you were talking to your significant other and you're like you know what I'm a big fan of fishnets. Like, yes. I love fishnets. Absolutely. That gets me going. Right. You know, that kind of thing. And then you find out that, like, you know, your significant other and her mom talk about everything. Yes. Then you go over for, for Thanksgiving and, like, mom's in fishnets. Like, stop it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just, like, certain jokes are made to downplay, oh, like, yeah. whatever it is that you like or whatever. Right. I mean, like, the... 
listen, that's not a comical thing. It's something that I'm into, <laughs> and it's embarrassing, right? right? I don't need the world knowing that's what well, I like. And so this is where it gets weird for me. That's why I think it's a breach of trust. That's why I don't like it personally. It's just because <laughs> I don't think that's something that you know necessarily needs to be talked about. Right. But I absolutely agree with you to the extent like this is where you talk to each other about things and try to figure that sort of out like tag together. Team. You gotta figure things out. I, I mean, well, let's try this. Let's do this. Right. Let's research stuff. If yeah. you wanted to, t- if you okay, if you are unable to get to that point, yes, okay, and trust me, that's understandable. It happens. Like I'm sure you are not alone. Oh, you are in definitely that not alone at all. Okay, you number one, like we said, you need to talk, you know, and figure that out. But number two, you know, there are plenty of things, like you said, look some stuff up. Yeah. Look up different techniques. Look up different things because people have run into this problem as well. And you can be like, hey, let's try this and see if it works. And you know what? Try because you don't know if you're going to like it. You don't know if it's going to work or not, but you work through it together. And yeah, then, try out the partner. It right. works a lot better. And there has to be this trust between the partners to, I'm not being, you know, you have to get over the self-consciousness of it. Okay. And that's that's the other point. That's the, the one thing I'm going to drive home with this dude stop the self-conscious stuff. You can't. It's not your fault. It, it is what it is. Like, you, you gotta get over that because that's the big part here. This is the reason why she's going to the other guy. Right, because it's, she doesn't feel like she can talk to you. No, because you're gonna break down and be whiny and pissy and talk about ending a relationship that you've had for five years. That's fantastic right. because you feel you're not adequate enough in the bedroom. Yeah, you're probably gonna go along the lines of, well, if I can't do it for you, you gotta find someone that can and that's the reason not to be with me. It's like, oh. you're being a child. You're, you're being frustrated over something that is very frustrating, but instead of working on a solution for it, you're just going to get pissy. Don't right. get pissy. No, that's not what she wants. She wants somebody that's going to I hope that's help. not what she wants. Right. I really hope right. that's not what she wants. But she wants to work through it with somebody. Yeah. She wants to find the answer with somebody. And she wants it to be with you. Right, obviously. So you're winning just... Talk about maybe not having the discussions about what you guys do in the bedroom with other people, right. you know, personal boundaries. Well, and not only that, but if there's a, an option out there and you're just uncomfortable with trying. Yeah. And if you're uncomfortable because of whatever reason mental or mentally you have, but physically and emotionally, there isn't actually a big issue. It's just I'm uncomfortable trying because I've never been down that road. Yeah. Here's your moment, bud. Yes. You're going to walk down it together, and in the minute it gets weird or it's uncomfortable or it's not Safe good. Word. Right. Just whatever. Blueberry I mean, pancakes, bro. <laughs> blueberry pancakes. Just Or, you know, just say, I, this is something I'm not willing to do. Right. I, I, they're, they're, I, we this all is know my our limit. boundaries, right? Like, I okay, we can do nipple clamps. I'm fine with nipple clamps. I am not cool with electronic ball stimulation. Right. That's not fun. I, I'm going to draw the line there. I'm drawing <laughs> the know? line. No piss play. Come on. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. No water sports. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as I said, I think it's more of a confidence issue. Um, oh, definitely. When we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're actually going to get into the Am I the A-hole section a little bit early because we have a multitude of things that I want to get to. we got Sweet. some great topics, Yay. including one about a uh, three-week-old to a funeral. 
Okay. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. See who the a-hole is there. <laughs> Not the dead person. I guarantee that. <laughs> You're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story. Your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skills to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascade and Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascade and Lounge. Hey there, Dustin James here, host of Entertain the Experience. We come to you Thursday nights right here on SolidStateRadio.net, 7 to 9 p.m. Local, original, alternative music, as well as national and independent artists, cool stories, experiences from the road, just a general hodgepodge of awesome, entertaining experiences. Join us Thursday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. right here on SolidStateRadio.net. Stone Throw Theater, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly art show featuring Michigan artist Mike Romine. Local audiences will know Mike from his culinary artistry at the Mulefoot Gastropub in MLA City. This show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, November 5th through November 28th from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery at Byers Furniture. On Friday the 13th, come meet the artist and enjoy a complimentary libation while you get to know the artist and his work. Stone Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. 
A state-of-the-art dog park is within reach in historic Lapeer, but we need your help to make it happen. The City of Lapeer, in partnership with Patronicity and the MEDC, has launched a crowdfunding campaign for this new park. If the Friends of the Dog Park can successfully crowdfund and reach its goal of raising $50,000, the state of Michigan, through the MEDC, will match the campaign, giving the community the funds they need to build this great dog park. For more information and to donate, go to www.patronicity.com slash Park. That's www.patronicity.com slash Park. Are you a nerd? Do your friends say you know a little too much about your favorite things? Me too! So join me, Todd Gilbert, on my all-new show, Big Nerd Theories. We'll deep dive and nerd out to whatever we like. Special guests, fun music, all that and more every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Big Nerd Theories, only on Solid State Radio. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. The CRB will be back the second weekend of December with live music every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Follow us at Facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar for more info on upcoming events, including the 2020 Whaley Children's Jam. Solid State Radio. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out. Hey everybody, welcome back. I cannot wait till I turn 33 so I can swap that in with the 23 on that one. Uh, <laughs> that way that song forever stays relevant to me. Yeah. It's going to get real weird when I'm 53. <laughs> I feel like we bashed on Blink enough earlier in the show that I had to, you know, come back with a song that we actually enjoy. Well, I, but that's the thing. I enjoy all their songs. I like I, I bash on them because it's true. Mark's voice is completely auto-tuned <laughs> and he does like that thing. Tom can't sing, nor can he play the guitar. But the thing is, too, is that they'll admit it. Yeah, but they are also wrote the catchiest songs that you can ever imagine and yeah, are wildly did. successful. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, they've made plenty of money and are going to be fine for the rest of their lives. And so will their children. And so it's, Should be. Yes, it should, should be. It should be is the, the big question. Ah, oh, man, I can't wait to that new set of millionaires, dude. That's legacy now. That's legacy money. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm just, no, no, seriously. Like, this is, you talk about, like, the old school thing where people are, like, CEOs and stuff like that. What are going to happen to all these athletes' kids and, like, the movie star kids and all that other stuff? What you're going to see is more of a desperation or difference in society between people who have money and people who don't. Yes. Because more people are going to have more money, but the ones that aren't, are going to have even less and are going to not be able to we're getting really far into social economic things and it's not good for us no i'm just <laughs> i'm just very very curious because we're talking about like this old school wealth and stuff it's going to be very interesting to see like athletes kids grow up or whatever and what they do, i imagine they're going to end up being in the sports world or whatever I don't or know. movie star kids or whatever we'll leave this world behind uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird thing all right anyway speaking of weird things uh funerals <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's go into funerals sure, you know we, talk we, we talked about sex and kinks and 
you know, talking about getting the big O and all that stuff and talking with moms. And Sarah even said it's helpful to have a mom who's really non-judgmental. Yeah, so now you're, you're get to you think about that for the rest of the night. Thank um, you. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> but let's talk about death and funerals because that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to switch gears here a little bit. Hmm. Unless you get big O's at funerals, in which case you should probably also see a therapist. Um, <laughs> I, or you're like that goth girl, right? You know, the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I love it when people wear all black. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do. That is my kink. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so but not skin tight. <laughs> <laughs> my my half brother doesn't want me and my boyfriend to bring our three week old daughter to my dad's funeral. My half brother yes doesn't want me and my boyfriend. So it'd be like if I said this to my sister. You don't want your sister to bring their three week old to the funeral. Yes. Okay. Why? Okay. <laughs> So my dad passed away last week. He'd spent the previous four in a hospital after a stroke, but sadly caught pneumonia there yeah, and died. That sucks. This meant that he never got to meet my boyfriend and I's daughter, who was born whilst he was hospitalized. That's brutal. Yeah, absolutely. My boyfriend and I have taken the lead in arranging his funeral and thought that it would be nice gesture to bring her. I However, think so. my half brother, my dad's only other child, has strong feelings that my daughter shouldn't come because she might ruin the service by crying. Stop. I feel like this misses the point of a funeral and should be what a funeral should be about, though. It's a celebration of life. Interestingly, he hasn't taken much interest in other aspects of the planning and isn't somebody I liked very much to begin with. Can anybody see a sensible resolution to this? I can. You bring your kid. You don't bring your kid. Really? Absolutely. Oh, Your three-week-old has no point in being there. It's well, it does that. It's three weeks old and it still needs mom on like an hourly basis. Yeah, I mean that's 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 <laughs> a different point. That's a different perspective. Yeah. See, I'm not a parent, so I don't know that portion yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, getting somebody to watch a three week old, if especially if it's not being like formula fed, buddy, Fair that's enough. that's tough. And especially if you're going there for like the. Uh, um, the visitation, which sure. can take a couple hours. Well, the, that's that's different. That's right. a different thing. The well, visitation's not the funeral service. Sometimes they have visitation before the funeral yeah, service. Yeah, you're right. And you, okay. If you're putting on the funeral and if you're, like, one of the kids, you're there the whole time. Oh, yes. No, you you're know. there for, like, the three days or however Oh, yeah, like, you're involved. That's, that's happening. But, I mean... I get that there's a concern that the kid will cry and it could ruin it or whatever. Buddy, everybody's crying anyway. That's true, but it's crying at the different times or whatever. Yeah. It's not the wailing during the middle of, like, the guy talking about your life or your father's legacy and so on. And so I, I so yeah. here's my thoughts on it. Like, you, I'm glad you put that into perspective. I don't have a child. I can't speak to what three-week-olds need oh, and how much they need to be around their mom. They're needy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they need to be around, which I didn't think about that. Right. That is a different thing. And especially if it's your first kid but, and it's only three weeks old and you want to leave it with somebody. Yeah, yeah right. Well, because everybody that you trust that much is going to be there at the funeral. Right. So You ain't leaving it with just anybody. Absolutely. But like if it was, uh, you know, like if your, your child was one, I could see that. I could see the argument for not bringing the kid there. I see one year old, though. That's old enough to be able to, like, keep him preoccupied or something. Mm. I would doubt that. I, and I've seen enough toddlers right. ruin things. Oh, I'm sure. But and they don't remember. Options. Like, this is this is the other thing where you go, this is part of the process. No, it's not part of the process. The kid has no recollection of this. Right. will never remember this. The earliest memory I have from me being a child is from being four years old. And I've been told that that is an anomaly. Yeah, that's pretty rare. 
You yeah, know. that's pretty rare. I, I can see like a one-year-old them saying, you know what, if we could avoid the one-year-old at the funeral to make sure everything goes smoothly. I would imagine the parent is even like, yeah, I would love to be able to do that. You know, one-year-old, you're you're ready to be like, hey, you want him for the weekend? <laughs> you know? Sure, yeah. Be like, that's fine. But three-week-old, buddy, that, you're attached at the hip. That, I see. I, that, but here's the problem I have with it. That's not the argument that's being made. Uh my big thing with this is it's turned into this weird pissing contest between siblings that don't like each other. Right. As opposed true. to about the troubles of, you know, your father who passed away. Right. So in my mind, it's not like like the idea. I, I like that you brought that up because that wasn't a thing. If, to me, if I was the parent, that is the logical argument. Right. That is where you go to immediately and say, oh, yeah. "This three weeks old, I cannot not have the child around me." Right. It, it has ends to the be argument. Near me. Yeah, that ends the argument altogether. That argument wasn't made. Right. Because that argument wasn't made, they're going at this at the wrong thing oh, yeah. altogether. If they're, if they're going at it like, well, it's you know the only grandkid, and it would be best if the grandkid was there because, you know, they're part of the family and this and that. It's like stop. No. I, Full stop. Listen. That's a different thing altogether because some people believe ex- uh, exposing children to death that early anyway is a negative thing. It can be. I mean, like my kids were exposed at a fu- or exposed to death. They were at yeah. a funeral when they were very young as well. But I'm know. not saying anything's wrong with that. Right. Trust me. No. There's there's yeah. different there's different perspectives on it. Well, That's it, the, the thing. Yeah, and I mean, I, it depends on the child as well. Some kids are ready to be able to handle something like that or can grasp it. Other ones have no idea what you're talking about, and it's not going to make a difference. Or it could traumatize them for right. God knows how long. Right. Like I know not to show my kid the dead deer when I go hunting. Yes. Because I did it once, and it did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> He's still terrified. Of oh, it. really? Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It did not go well for me. Yeah. You know, and I thought it was a good starting point because, you know, I'm a guy that likes to go hunting and all that. Sure. And I figured that would work. Nope. First time I went hunting, I had a hoof thrown at me. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. But I was also in my 20s and that was next. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying it sounds about right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but the, the angle that you could come at this and make it very simple is number one it's not formula fed if it's not you know if you're breastfeeding your child yeah three weeks old you need to be there in case the kid gets hungry and even if the argument is made where the child like, needs to be there because right. you are the feeding source right and you're going to be there because it's your father right and there's other times as well that like you know people can make the argument and go well you can pump you know you could pump and store milk and then you know whoever's watching him could feed him through a bottle N- new mom's from what I've gathered anyway, especially if there's a little bit of anxiety about breastfeeding, yeah. the last thing you want to introduce is a different form. Yeah. Because the kid can go, I like that better. I'm not dealing with this anymore. And now you're in a real bad situation. Yes. You know, you want to keep consistent as much as possible. Yes. And not only that, three weeks old, that kid is going to sleep so much. Their only job in this world at three weeks old. Keep the kid alive. No, the kid's only oh, yeah. job at three weeks Sleep old. Sleep and eat. Eat and divide cells. That's all you're doing. <laughs> and so the the kid is sleeping so much because the body is changing so quickly. Yeah. You know, and so I see where he's coming from where he's like, I don't want a three-week-old just crying the whole time. Okay, that's nice. Understand this, that if that three-week-old even starts crying, it's getting food. Now. I... Like I said, I I understand what you're saying here, and this is this is great. 
you're right it ends the argument completely yeah done it does it's done my problem is is this isn't what's being brought to the forefront my problem is we're doing all the planning how much of it is you stepped in to do all the planning and you're not actually letting anyone else take a part i mean that's possible as well as you're like no i'm taking the lead on this and you know i'm not giving room for anybody else to talk about it or figure things out and help what happens when someone takes the lead on something? I happen to go ahead. I'm going to get all this figured out. And then, you know, what, what do you do? Do you offer? They're already in charge of it. They're already taking full front. Like, I don't... It's weird to me when people are like, well, I'm the one that's doing all this. Did you give someone else the opportunity to help? Right. Exactly. Like, don't... Yeah. This hmm. is... And because you're making that your sole argument for, like, this is why the, my child's going to be there, my daughter, and especially because they didn't meet their grandpa, and this is the way. They're not going to remember. Right. You're going to have maybe a picture... And that's debatable because I don't know how many pictures are taken at funerals to begin with. Not many. There weren't a lot of the ones I went to, but that's when the family gets together. Either you get married or someone dies, and that's the only time we see each other. That's weird. I mean, I don't know about Welcome a funeral. Welcome to different families. Yeah, I mean, a funeral <laughs> being a time for a family photo, I don't see that being a good option. There's definitely a <laughs> lot of those. Like, legitimately, that's where most of our pictures are from. Wow. It's either a wedding or from like, hey, grandma just died. This is all of us together. Weddings, I get. Yes. Funerals, that's a little awkward. Well. From the outside looking in, that, that seems a little awkward. It's but, what happens. You know, different families, different rituals, different styles your, of doing your things. Your family gets together. Mine doesn't. Not really. Well, a little bit. Yeah. When was the last time you saw your aunt? What, Do you have aunt? an aunt or uncle? Oh, I've got aunts and uncles, yeah. Okay. yeah no, when was the last time you saw them? Uh, when was the last time you saw your least, <laughs> the one you see the least? Oh, it's been years. Okay. It was at a funeral. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was at a funeral. I can tell you the last time I saw one of my uncles. Funeral? Yeah. Yeah. I was I mean, 16. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there's aunt and uncles that I have not seen in years. Yes. You know, and we know this as well. Like, growing up, you know, your family didn't get along or didn't get together very often. Probably. Right, yeah. No, they get along. We just yeah, don't get do along. Things. Yeah, you just don't, you know, all hang out at the same place often. Ever. Right. When I, I mean, growing up, I grew up out of state. Yeah. You know, until we got back to Michigan, which arguably happened when I was like 12. You know, or 10 or 12, something like that. And so I was still young. But, you know, we lived far enough away that it was, you know, removed, basically. Sure. And so, you know, I don't, I, I, no, I don't stick around. Like, I don't go visit family very often. No, it's I mean, just not what we do. My aunts live in, one's in Florida, one is in New York. Right. So. I mean, well, that's the strange thing is all of mine pretty much live in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see them. I, my, my other uncles, the one that I haven't seen in 15 years, is he lives in Michigan. Right. But that's, you know, it's, this is what I'm getting at. It's a little bit different for everybody. Regardless, mm-hmm. you talk about the funeral stuff and it's. The baby's not going to know. No. Stop hiding behind that. Don't right. use that as a reason. Don't use your well, petty planning right. thing as the reason behind this. The petty planning thing. I mean, there's a line from a show, and I know you don't watch Letter Kenny. No. But they have a line in the show which is just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those, like, to somebody like that that's like, well, I've been planning the whole thing, and da 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 They'll look at him and say, get off the cross. We need the wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, stop putting yourself up there. Stop showing that you're the one that needs, you know, all of the pity. 
No, because you don't. It's it's not pity. It isn't a like this isn't the, how you justify this. It's legitimately like I have to have the baby there because. The right, baby needs me. It's That's three how weeks it old, yes. man. I can't just leave it around. The only person I'd leave it with would be mom, and she's going to be there. Yes. It's like, okay. And that's the argument. It. That's done. It's over with. That's yeah. it. I'll make sure before the wedding or before the funeral that I'll feed her a lot, and hopefully she'll just pass out. So who's the a-hole here? <sighs> I mean, if he's sticking to his guns... Like the brother, the yeah. half brother. If he's sticking to his guns and he's just like, you can't have it there, I won't, then yeah, he's kind of an a hole. Mm-hmm. But if she's staying with the argument of, I did all the planning, I'm doing all this, and if I want my kid there, I'm going to have, well, you're being kind of a jerk too. I think both of them are a holes. I think at certain points, yeah. I think that, like, I think he's coming out of, it, it really depends on perspective here. Like, that's, oh, that's the yeah, unfortunate yeah. thing about breaking everything down to his base core. Like, it depends. Because if he's in the situation where, like, I don't have kids, so I have no idea, right? Like, I don't know what's needed right. or whatever. But if I think about a crying baby at a funeral and I'm going to be kind of pissed because that's my dad. And in the middle of the talking about the legacy, all I hear is that. Yeah, that's frustrating I mean, yeah. to me. I, I think on a base level, like, to just not, I mean, take everything out of it as far as sure. reasonings or whatever. The fact that one sibling is making a demand of the other sibling of what they can or cannot have with them at a funeral for their parent, you're an a-hole for making a demand of a sibling at a funeral where you just lost your dad. It's her dad, too. Yes. And so everyone has their own way of grieving. Everyone has their own way of processing. Yeah. And she may just want to have that near her because that's that... She may feel connected more to him because of that. No, I'm not you know, going to. Maybe the sure. kid's named after him. I don't Absolutely. know. You know, so. It's a daughter, so no. But, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, so in that aspect, like, just looking at it from that, he's an a-hole. Yes. But if you break it down and look at reasonings and stuff, now they're both playing a pretty heavy part in this one. And, and I'm. Like I said, I do think that you, as a child, get a right to say something about your dad's funeral. I really right. do. I do think that, like, if you have a two-year-old child that obnoxiously cries all the time, and you go, I yeah. don't think that they should be there for the service. And I want right. to say service and not, like, the visitation right. and all that Which, other stuff. that's very casual. Yes. You know, but I think if it were, like, say his cousin. Okay, say his cousin had a three-week-old. Yeah. I think it's okay for to look at the cousin and say, hey, you know, we're kind of concerned about this. We'd rather not have that there if we can. You know, we, we'd just rather it be more calm and all that stuff. That's an uncle. That's not a direct, like, in-the-same-house type thing. And yeah. so I think that's less of a concerning than the sibling. I understand that, but you... <laughs> Here's the thing. Not all siblings are great, Gator. I know. I know. <laughs> Some of our siblings really suck. I mean, I get along with mine. Right. But mine, mine get along great. It's, you know, but at the same time, like, if my, if I'm, like, we only have a mother in common. That's all right. me and my siblings have in common. So if my mother died in that terrible world, like, I can't say anything to Vincent because he'll kill me. But (laughs) (laughs) he's really strong. He's really strong. I'd be like, hey, bud, I don't think you should do this. He'd be like, I don't think I care. (laughs) I think I'm going to do it anyway. You ever ever the moment where you actually look down at somebody and they still threaten you as they're looking up at you? 
That's yeah. a weird experience. Probably has happened. I just yeah. don't remember. So uh, that's, that's a weird experience because <laughs> you always think about like the big tall guy like looking down at you, and that's yeah. that's the frightening portion. That's not how this one works. <laughs> right. But I, I think he'd be intimidating even to me. I'd probably look. Hmm, okay. Easy. It, it depends on how you see him. What he's, he's dressed a, in that I, day. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure but, he's, he's a super nice dude. Oh, anyway, super so nice. I'm not worried. No. Uh, but I think he'd do it just to see if I react. But, <laughs> but say say my my sister who can't kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, you know, she decides that like she needs to bring in clown shoes. Like that's what's gonna make her feel good about the thing, right? Right. But the clown shoes make like a squeaky noise every time they. Walk. No, yeah, no, there are restrictions do that. that can be put into place. Right. I'm just saying, like, yeah. if you have to do the interpretive dance at the funeral, no, you don't get to do your interpretive dance at the funeral. Right. I get your artsy and whimsical or whatever. Do but that on your own time and grieve in your own way. <laughs> yes. Though. That's not a practical thing to do at a funeral. And this is this is my argument. Yeah. This is why I can kind of like go. Ah, I do think you get a somewhat of a say as to what your siblings do and do not do. Right, do and do an not do, but thing. not bring a child. That's a little over the bounds. That for me. was tough, and you could ask. And that's the other big thing. You're you allowed to ask. You're but, allowed to ask, but you have to. If they say no, you go okay. okay. <laughs> oh no, that's and that's it. That's and that's how I see it in my mind. And yeah. once again, it's the weird thing is the person that's being asked has put up so much defenses about this. I feel like they are. It's almost like she doesn't want to bring her either, but is using it as another reason to be like, look at how much of a victim I am. That's that's okay. So this is it. Like, I almost feel like the brother was like, hey, do you think it's a good idea? And instead of being like, hey, I have a child that has to be here. It's been like, I can't believe he's being this demanding. Yeah. I'm well, doing all this work. Yeah, he I'm hasn't doing- done a damn thing yet. And now he comes out like he's the greatest. Yeah, it's like... like that's, oh uh, boy! I just—it's—it's it's a weird thing to read in between that line and be right. like, "Wow, you're—you're you're so defensive." That like, you're, understand you're flexing about organizing a funeral. You like you're using that as a flex. You had this. You were not an a-hole. No one would have thought right. you were an a-hole. It was perfect. But you we were on your side for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotten so defensive that now I'm looking at it like going, well, maybe the brother's right. You do yeah. seem kind of like an a-hole. <laughs> you kind of seem like a little bit of a bee, and I don't know how uh, cool I am with that uh, anymore. But all in all, yes, like everybody kind of sucks here. Everybody's a little bit of an a-hole because well, of how this kind of portrays. Not only that, but y'all just just lost you know a dad yes and so i mean you're already broken you know beyond belief that's tough he's just up there going oh boy yeah like really guys (laughs) really that's what we're worried about right now (laughs) god dang it (laughs) you think he's just kind of like oh thank god i'm not down there to deal with that no he's probably Uh, just looking like i failed i failed (laughs) i I tried really hard but it just didn't work Like, they were supposed to be good people, and it just went off the rail somewhere. They're arguing about children, and I hate this. <laughs> They're arguing about a three-week-old at my funeral. Right, I never even got to meet the kid. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Either that or he's just like, yeah, I don't know why I'm looking down. I'm having a great time up here. Oh, well, whatever. They'll figure it out. There's a, What I didn't say is there's a third sibling, and that's the one I put all the... <laughs> Right. Yeah. He's like, well, little do they know when they read the will, neither of them are in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I had a third kid they didn't even know about, and gosh, man, guy's a lawyer, and he's got it figured out. He's got a He'll wife and three up. kids. Yeah. He's doing great. Great, great. You don't see him having weird petty arguments about yeah. a three week old. He's pulling the strings in the back, getting everything all figured out. <laughs> absolutely so anyway with that in mind we're gonna go ahead and take a break here when we get back when we get back i've got (laughs) the lunch mooch lunch mooch the work the work lunch mooch i think we've all had this at least once let's break this down when we get back of course you're open for discussion at salisayradio.net we'll be back right after this Open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. So at, before I pro- like before we hit break, I promised that we we're going to go into the lunch mooch. Lunch mooch. Lunch mooch. Nobody likes you. I love that word. We all though. just put up with you. Yeah, no, I don't. No, most of us don't want to put up with this guy, and I think everybody's dealt with this guy. If we're going to be oh, honest. Yes, definitely. Mooch. We've all dealt with one at one point where it's like, dude, really? Huh? Come on, man. Like, you didn't pay for this. <laughs> you didn't pay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Definitely didn't pay for this. Uh, right. Or didn't want to pay for this. I think that's more of, I think that's really the big thing, right? Yeah, that's I didn't want to pay for this. Right. I, so am I the a-hole for refusing to buy a coworker lunch? Coworker, um, uh, there's a lot that goes into it, but right off the top, no, you're not because nobody says that you're obligated to buy somebody lunch that you work with. Perfect. I have a coworker. They're in their they're they're young twenties. Okay. So who is a mooch? And the mooch is older, by the way. <laughs> that's that's it gets better that way. Okay, the mooch is uh, the mooch is older. The mooch is twenty five. This guy's twenty three. Oh boy. Okay. So if it, and the only reason why I guess that age set makes a difference is because in my mind personally, from the ages eighteen to about twenty five, the each year is actually a big difference. Oh, huge! Yeah, <laughs> you change a lot. The the adult learning cycle is right. completely different. <laughs> like, sure, twenty two to twenty three might not be a big deal, but then twenty two to twenty four could be the biggest in the world. Right. We're all changing and growing and developing during this time. Exactly. So, anyway. If you get something for lunch, he wants you to get him something too, but expects you to buy it for him because since you mentioned it, he says you offered. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So like, say, uh, you know, hey man, I'm going to go get some Taco Bell. I'll be back in a bit. Okay. Have fun. Right. But because I mentioned I'm going to go get Taco Bell, you are now entitled to get Taco Bell. No, I am not. But I am entitled to be able to like, hey, if I give you 10, can you pick up something for me too? Yeah. That's, yes. You're entitled to ask that. You're entitled to ask it. 
He doesn't have to say yes. No. <laughs> At first, I thought maybe he had a money problem, but then I overheard him laughing and bragging to someone in another department how he was able to scam lunches out of his coworkers. Oh, jeez, dude. That gets worse, right? Stop it. And he's attempted to bully a free meal out of someone more than once. His general entitled attitude is one of the many reasons I don't like him. Fair. So yesterday, my girlfriend and I had lunch together. He overheard me confirming before I left and asked what I was bringing him. And I said, nothing. Right. He said, I brought it up. And I corrected him said, no, I was confirming we were still good. And he was eavesdropping on my conversation. He started complaining. So I had, if I, so I said, if you give me money for food, I'll bring you something. But I'm not going to buy food for you. Right. He started complaining about it again. I got irritated and said, no money, no food. Fair and enough. I left. Yep. <laughs> Easy enough. So when I got back, the boss said my coworker complained that I was being hostile. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and I told I told the boss, I said, hey, I, I, I told him what happened, how he's constantly trying to weasel free food out of people. Even some of the people knows he knows are struggling. Right. So my boss asked around, and several others collaborated with what I said. <laughs> no. My coworker got dragged into the office, and oh, I was yeah. pissed that I narked on how he, and he was just kidding. Most of the office thinks he got what he deserved, but if you think it wasn't worth getting him in trouble over. Today. Wait, it's not his fault he got in trouble. The boss called him into the office. Right, right. And said, somebody said you were making a hostile work environment about yeah. this. Yeah. Well, it's no, let me clear the air and tell you why I'm not. When you stand up for yourself, right. that is not narking on anybody. No. Just because you get thrown in the bus, like under the bus, you threw me under the bus first. Like, I have the right to defend myself. 100%. You don't like it? Bring it in. Bring them into the office at the same time. Look, you're not a narc if the cops are going to pin you on something that your friends did. Right. Don't take the fall <laughs> for somebody else. No. There's no, like, I, I hate that. I hate the honor of that, like, oh, you, you narked. Why didn't you just sit there? And no, because I'm not going to jail because right. you did something stupid. Yeah, and it's like these gangs. Yeah. Like the movie gangs you see people yeah. in the movies are like, oh, oh, you know, D-Dog, he went to jail. He took the fall for us. He's a good guy. It's like... D-Dog is probably in jail going, this was dumb. This sucks. Why did I do this? And, you know, that's one thing if you're all committed criminals. But that's not the case here. Right. If you're just some guy who's like, oh, I'm just going about doing my only everyday business. And then, like, your neighbor is a terrible person or whatever and right. somehow pins something on you. No, I'm not I'm defending not my neighbor. No, no, I didn't do that. Sorry. No. So, not sorry. <laughs> sorry and not sorry. So, anyway. Uh... Now he's whining that we're alienating him at lunch. No one, you know, because nobody's buying him food right. anymore or whatever. No one wants to sit next to him. And I said, dude, you alienated yourself because of your behavior. Yes. He said, I'm an a-hole, but I don't really feel bad that a mooch who thinks it's funny to scam his coworkers thinks I'm an a-hole. My little brother is out here suggested that I post. So 
What you know is is he an a hole? No, not at all. Absolutely not. Not even close. No, no. Y- you can't be an a hole. You're not an arc. You didn't do anything wrong here. You have a guy who mooches food off of people. In fact, he does it so much he brags about right. it. The, the, how it brazen even, that is. Yeah, it wasn't even that it was just happening accidentally. Like no. it happens sometimes that, you know, like in my office anyway. Sure. Once upon a or we used to have a thing where every once in a while we would buy lunch. Yeah. You know we would you know get it from. Taco Bell or another restaurant, whatever sure, it may whatever. be. And there were times as well where I'd be like, hey, do you want anything? They'd be like, oh, I don't have any cash. Yeah. It was like, I got you this time. Don't worry. I'll cover you. And what ends up happening is like you trade off this buying lunch across the office. Like there was a time that I paid for lunch for the whole office. There was a time my boss paid. There was a time my, you know, desk person paid, whatever. It goes all the way around. Absolutely. And that's that fair balance. Nobody feels obligated to pay for somebody else. I mean, and and it happens in an accidental way where somebody's constantly going out to eat lunch and offers to buy you something or like just says, hey, I'm going to go out to lunch. You're like, hey, can you pick this up? I, I don't worry about it. Like, if you're the guy that goes out to lunch all the time and then you pick stuff up for somebody else, that guy's in a mooch, you just put him in a weird situation. Right. He doesn't, he wasn't. He wouldn't normally do it. Right. He wasn't looking for you to pay for something. Right. Like, I mean. In this case, the dude is eavesdropping on your conversation with your girlfriend going like, ah, he's going out to lunch soon. Right. Like a predator. (laughs) Right. I mean, there was plenty of times that if I went out to get food, you know, I knew one person in my office specifically that she, anytime I went to Arby's, you know, she would love a small curly fry. Yeah. She never asked for it. Sure. But I knew she would want one because I just, you know, that's the relationships you develop with people at work. Yeah. So every time I went, I would pick up a small one for her and bring it back. And every single time she would offer to pay me. Like she would always offer to give me money for it. But we all know like a small curly fry is like, like 99 cents yeah, or like whatever. Sure. Yeah. You know, whatever. And it was like, no, no, no. Keep it. I don't care. Like, I know that you didn't even ask for it. So I'm not going to take your money. And you that know. happens. Like, oh, when, when uh, me and Corey, mm-hmm. whenever I order food, I'm always like, hey, man, you want something? Except when it's Taco Bell late at night. Well, he was sleeping. Right, exactly. He was in bed. Like, yes. I don't care. That's different. Right. That's a different thing. <laughs> he was sleeping in bed, right. and I ordered Taco Bell. Exactly. I'm not going to wake him up and be like, Corey, do you want food? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I get painted into the bad picture there. But most of the time, you know, I go and I order food. I'm like, hey, man. What do you want? Right. You want something? No, I don't I don't expect anything there or whatever. Yeah, it's just I'll cover it this time because at some point you're probably going to pick up food and I He last time he ordered pizza, he got a cheeseburger pizza. He doesn't like the cheeseburger pizza. I do for whatever weird reason. <laughs> <laughs> but he got his own and then he picked up like a medium cheeseburger for you. Yeah. Whatever. Because it's you play this game. Yeah, because it's a back and forth, hey, right. whatever. There's no expectation there. That's not like, oh, he's a mooch or whatever. No, I'm going out and getting food. I offered to get you food. That's cool. Right. That's it's just a what different we do. thing, though. Like, you know, and it would, it would be also be different if I was like, yeah, I'm going to go get food. And he comes up to me and goes, can you go get me this? And then does it offer to give me money ever? Just constantly asking right. me to that get Right, that would something. be a different that's world. That's a mooch. Yeah, yes, that's, that's, that's a different. Mooch. But when you offer, it's not the same thing. Right. This guy here, he's a mooch. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he's, he's the doing po- the thing where he's, he's listening. <laughs> he's bragging about it. Yeah. No, he bragged about other coworkers. Guys, these suckers buy me lunch all the time. Because because he's so brazen with it, right? Right. Because he comes up and there's, uh, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, you if know? you're gonna be that, you know, cocky about it, then no, I'm gonna tell somebody or I'm gonna tell the office, hey, don't buy him food anymore. He's being well, no. a dink. 
because he's being a jerk anyway. That's the other thing. Like, the moment you're like, I'm like, I'm not going to get you anything because I'm going out to eat. First of all, if I'm going out to eat with my girlfriend, we're going out to lunch together. Yeah. You could give me money. I'm still not buying you anything. Right. There's a difference here. Like, this isn't just me going out to lunch and doing something. Like, I'm actually going out on, like, a little lunch date or whatever yeah. with my significant other. It's not anything related to work. Yes. No. That's a completely different thing. Right. So the fact that you're so brazen to even ask and then to completely go with it or whatever, no. And then you're like, well, I'm not going to give you a buddy for it. I'm definitely not going out of my way. F you, buddy. And I mean, that's the other part too. Like if you're in an office setting and you're saying, well, I'm going to run out and get some lunch. Yeah. And you say, you know, I'm going to Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. And someone goes, hey, can you stop by Burger King and pick this up? No. 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 That's not the way this works either. I'm going to this place and then coming back. Yes. You want something, it needs to be from this place. If I'm going to Tim Hortons, I'm not going across the street to go to Starbucks to no. get you your frou-frou lappe, whatever. No, I'm going to one place, and yeah. if you don't want anything from there, then I'm not. you can drive yourself to wherever you want to go. Yeah, no, and that's fair. I don't care that Wendy's is literally next to McDonald's. Right, that doesn't make a difference. I don't want to go to two different places and sit through two different drive-thrus or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to one place. Can we also say that enough with this, I don't carry cash, just take my card? No. No. I'm not doing that either. You don't have cash, I'm not buying. Yeah. It's that simple. I'm not taking your card to go pay for things. You want to Venmo me money? Right, that's technically illegal so i'm not doing it yeah i mean it's a weird thing i have given people my card before oh i have too but but, it, I mean, I, but it's a level of trust on my part i feel oh, like yeah. that's that's more of what oh, uh yeah i don't give my card to the person that's new in the office that week no <laughs> no and that's only if i can't like venmo cash to you or cash app or right whatever i'd probably weird... throw some apple pay at you yeah you know like yeah, oh here's 20 bucks exactly Thanks. Because, yeah. so let's be honest, we don't carry cash. No one carries cash anymore. Not very often, Not no. unless you're, like, an old man. Yeah, I mean, it You doesn't... should always keep, like, 20 bucks on you. Yeah, I feel like you should always have some sort of cash on you. Just, just for, in case. Yeah, in case, you know, the, the world burns down and you need to get something before it, you know, builds back up. But even at that, if, like, all the creditors go bankrupt or, like, the systems completely crash... You ain't going to be paying for anything. No. That's, <laughs> you keep 20 bucks on you in case you're in some weird rural place that doesn't have a parking. card. Yeah. Yeah. Parking. Yes. Some tip service. Whatever exactly. the case might Something be. Something like that. Keep a couple bucks on you in your car or whatever. Store it. You know, it happens. But, I mean, how many times have we gone? Like, I've gone somewhere anyway. And then find out that, you know, I have to pay for parking. Yes. And they're like, we don't accept cards. It's like. Ah, crap. Well, I got to figure this one out now. Yeah, instead I can be like, oh, hang on. That's Here's a 20. Yeah, Give me change. why I reached out and pulled it out of my human purse. That's right. <laughs> the dollar bill's a little stinky, but it's okay. Yeah, t- you'll take my money, right? You'll take my money. Yeah. Uh, a chocolate pretzel. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <Gross>. I <laughs> Gross. Gross. But, yeah, in this case, it's a complete mooch. I don't feel bad. Nope. You're not an a-hole. This guy's an a-hole. The mooch is an a-hole. Mooch is an a-hole. Mooch is definitely an a-hole. And the co-workers that side with him. Yeah, the co-workers that side with him, they're just morons. I don't even know what to think of that. Like, how do you side with the guy who scams you out of stuff? You know Snapples? Yes, I know. Like, I just opened up my Snapple because I wanted a Snapple today. You know how uh-huh. they have like the little fact inside the cap? Uh-huh. This one says that the most sensitive parts of the body are the mouth and fingertips. Okay. I feel like that's arguable. 
Yeah, I would, I would, I would argue <laughs> that the human purse is more sensitive than both of those. I, yeah, I, I can think of probably two places that are more sensitive than my fingertips. Just the tip. Considering I can grab a scalding hot plate with my fingertips and not feel pain. I apparently cannot. Well, you know, you worked in the restaurant service that's enough. That's true. I still, anybody that's worked in the service industry as well, um, if you stopped and you got finger like feeling back in your fingertips, how? How did you do that? <laughs> you do that? I don't think they do because I, Corey has done in his. I'm gonna either. say I don't know how it happens because they don't come back. Corey picks up like scalding hot things all the time, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, how? I pick up things and I'm like, it's mildly hot, and I'm like, ow. Yeah, I, I mean, if the feeling ever comes back, I would love to know how it happens. Dude, how do you drink coffee? Not super hot. I have to let it wait for like yeah, a half an hour. I, I, I take a shower. And I brew coffee, take a shower, come back and be like, oh, it's just yeah. about right. So here's the weird thing. Like yeah. d- drinks, I don't want them super hot because they'll burn my tongue and I yeah, don't like it. I don't like it. You know, but food, yes, super hot. Weird. I know. You're weird. It's I can't awkward. do super hot. Everybody laughs at me because I go to restaurants and stuff like that, and I'll eat right. food, and it'll be too hot. And I'll be like, yeah, 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 and then I'll take another bite, and I'll do the same thing. I make weird. I'm very, very expressive as a person. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's strange. See, my wife is the other way around, though. Like, okay. she'll drink coffee where it's one of those, dude, that would, like, melt yeah. things. Yeah. And she's just like, no, it's good when it's hot, you know. And it's like, and it is good when I'm it's not hot. Denying that, but that's not hot. That's boiling. My problem is, is like, I have like a peak comfort zone, and it like cools down way right. too quick after the point where I like it. So I'm like, chug the coffee, chug the right. coffee. But like, you know, if I'm making dinner yeah. as well, and like, say I got done grilling chicken or steaks or. You sure. know, cooking something, whatever. When I cut into it and then go to try it, like it's still steaming hot. Yeah, I can't do that. It, and that's, I love it right there. But yeah, I'll go yeah. give a piece to her, and she'll be like, "Is it hot?" It's like, "Well, probably." There's steam coming off of it, but it's not that bad. I like, go for it, and she grabs it. And she's like, ah, ah. "It's like you drink boiling coffee." Yeah, well, you're both anomalies in we my are. mind I because mean, I can't, do, I can't do either of them, so <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Weirdos. Yeah, it's okay. All right, well, we got a we got one more big topic that I want to hit into, and then we can break off and do some of these other ones that I had saved up that right. I found later. Let's go. Uh, are you an a hole for ditching your mentally ill friend at a gas station? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that seems like a terrible judgment call. <laughs> My gosh, if you can avoid a hate crime, that would be ideal. And it feels like you're welcoming it. <laughs> okay. And and so, like, I read this and I first went, how is this even a question? <laughs> like, oh, and, frick, of course you are. <laughs> and, and so it breaks down. It breaks down differently. Mental illness is a spectrum of things. Well, yes, it's a spectrum. But good night of living, <laughs> it's, bro. It's not like so when when it gets described <laughs> out to me because like my originally autistic friend at a gas station, you're a horrible person. Originally, I, when I read it, I'm like, oh no, they left Leonardo DiCaprio from once eating Gilbert Grape at the gas station. Right, like, that's, you're a horrible person. <laughs> Rain Man is at the gas station. Like I yeah, counting toothpicks for the rest of his life. <laughs> one, definitely, definitely, you definitely spent twenty dollars on gas. Tw- right. Definitely, definitely twenty, definitely twenty dollars, twenty dollars on gas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. <laughs> I'm still gonna say you're bad, but okay. let's go. So around this time last year, me and a group of three friends spent six months planning a road trip across the country, and we had just left. Of the four of us, three were having a great time. 
Okay. Okay. So one of our friends is very irritable and says she has depression, anxiety, PTSD, and borderline personality disorder, despite never having gone to a therapist or a psychiatrist. I don't like you already. She thinks psychiatry and therapy are shams. <laughs> you probably could make really good use of them. Initially, we didn't <laughs> want to invite her. But she tends to get very upset when she gets left out. Before we left, we explained to her that we were not going to spend three weeks putting up with her and her outbursts, and she needed to control them so we could all have fun. She made a fuss about it, but eventually agreed. Okay. Okay. Two days in, and a few hundred miles from home, we had all come close to losing our minds. Okay. Our one friend was nitpicking and yelling at everyone for everything. And that's in all caps. Oh, of course it is. From the clothes we wore out in public because we were embarrassing her. Oh, stop it. Eating or drinking whatever too or too loudly. Naturally. Yep. All the way down to different conversation to having two different conversations going on at the same time because it was too much noise for her. Oh, stop it. She was only one on the ox and refused to let anyone else have a turn. So she's she's controlling all the music. She was the DJ. Yes, but wouldn't let anyone else do it. Oh, stop it. Would smoke cigarettes in the RV no matter how many times I told her to wait until we pulled over. Gross. Et cetera. Right? Like, being a, a former smoker, uh-huh. if somebody's like, hey, we're not going to smoke the RV, I'll be like, cool, we can wait till we pull over somewhere. Definitely That's can. fine. I understand not yes. wanting to smoke in some place. Yes. Yes. So, okay. And... <laughs> I, so I told her she needed to keep her promise. She wouldn't be a pain, so we could just have fun. But she kept insisting she wasn't being rude and kept bringing up her self-diagnosed mental illnesses. <laughs> the two other friends and I decided we were sick of it. So we yeah. stopped at a gas station. She went inside to buy more cigarettes, and we sped off. Okay. <laughs> I cash after $220 so she could get a hotel and maybe an Uber back home and then blocked her. Holy crap. She blew up my friend's phones with threats and insults until we all blocked her and enjoyed the rest of the trip. Holy crap. Her mom ended up driving to her and bringing her back home after she stayed the night at a hotel. The reason I might be the a-hole is because she said if we had warned her she would be ditched if she didn't calm down, she would have acted better. At the same time, though, if extortion could have brought decency out of her, then she's... She was capable in, of yeah, it all she along, was well right? within her ability. Yes. So uh, to specify at the time, they're all in their 20s. Oh, my god! The gas station they dropped her off at was in Florence, Arizona, around 1 p.m. On the street was a grocery store and two motels. So oh, it was yeah, right there. I mean, you're in, a world, or in an okay place. Uh, the, one of the friends was the owner of the RV and had told her we were going to drop her off back at home, but she said she'd start breaking things if we headed back home, so we made the plan to ditch her. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, I think what we need to do, because this sounds like take fun. take a break. Yeah, we should probably take a break before we get into it, because if we get into it, we'll probably forget to. Yes. And that's not good for any of us. No. <laughs> but... Can you, can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. I I love this story. This I'm is one sure of my favorites. Do. I'm this sure you do. This is absolutely one of my favorites. Jeez. So we're going to break down whether or not they're the a-hole for leaving this person. Yeah. We're going to take it down. a break first. Yes. You're listening to Open for Discussion at SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this.
Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story, <laughs> your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skill to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. When you want to unwind, Cascadden Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascadden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascadden Lounge. Hey there, Dustin James here, host of Entertain the Experience. We come to you Thursday nights right here on SolidStateRadio.net, 7 to 9 p.m. Local, original, alternative music, as well as national and independent artists, cool stories, experiences from the road, just a general hodgepodge of awesome, entertaining experiences. Join us Thursday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. right here on SolidStateRadio.net. Stone's Throw Theatre, located in downtown Lapeer, is pleased to present their monthly art show featuring Michigan artist Mike Romine. Local audiences will know Mike from his culinary artistry at the Mulefoot Gastropub in M.L.A. City. This show runs Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, November 5th through November 28th from 12 noon to 5 p.m. at the Gallery at Byers Furniture. On Friday the 13th, come meet the artist and enjoy a complimentary libation while you get to know the artist and his work. Stone's Throw Theatre, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. 
A state-of-the-art dog park is within reach in historic Lapeer, but we need your help to make it happen. The City of Lapeer, in partnership with Patronicity and the MEDC, has launched a crowdfunding campaign for this new park. If the Friends of the Dog Park can successfully crowdfund and reach its goal of raising $50,000, the State of Michigan, through the MEDC, will match the campaign, giving the community the funds they need to build this great dog park. For more information and to donate, go to www.patronicity.com slash Park. That's www.patronicity.com slash Park. Are you a nerd? Do your friends say you know a little too much about your favorite things? Me too! So join me, Todd Gilbert, on my all-new show, Big Nerd Theories. We'll deep dive and nerd out to whatever we like. Special guests, fun music, all that and more every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Big Nerd Theories, only on Solid State Radio. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. The CRB will be back the second weekend of December with live music every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Follow us at Facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar for more info on upcoming events, including the 2020 Whaley Children's Jam. Solid State Radio. See if anyone knows this one. I doubt it. Uh, probably not. We better get to it here in like five minutes. There it goes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Before we left, we talked about a group uh, that left their their friend that has mental illnesses. At yes. Well, self-diagnosed. So that's and that's that's it. That's why I, quotation marks. Quotation marks. Yeah, I do want to point out anybody that knows what that song was because they didn't even sing in it. But if you recognize it, comment. Tell me which one it is because I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> He's excited about it. I am. It's 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 a drawback from old times for me. Yes. So. But uh, you know, we were talking about this 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 group that left their their friend there, and are they the a hole for leaving this girl at this gas station? Generalized answer: Yes. Okay. Still gonna stick with yes. Okay, that's fair. even after hearing everything, I will definitely still say yes. Not because they left her, but because of how. Okay, that's fair. I think it is. That, that is kind of fair because it, it was shady that they just sped off. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Number one, you're an a-hole as well for at least even saying, oh, we'll give it a try when you know it's not going to work. You didn't even want to invite her in the first place. Okay. That's... Stick with your gut because you knew she wasn't getting any treatment. She always falls back on these things and she wasn't going to be able to make it through the trip and you knew it ahead of time. Yeah, so that's why you had the talk and discussion. And everything. Right, and you still tried to talk with her and... You know, she said no, and you still said, fine, okay, you can come. Okay, that means that you're willing to accept whatever that comes with. And what came with was exactly what you were expecting. Three days, you bailed. Yes. And not only bailed to the point of telling her, this isn't going to work out. Here's your opportunity. Get a hold of somebody. They need to come meet you here because this is not going to happen. And, you know, and you're worried about, well, she's going to break stuff in the RV. Then you talk with her about it at the gas station. Yeah. Off the RV. Yes. Okay, and you tell her this isn't going to work. You're kind of killing the whole mood. 
and you're just we talked about this but it's not going to happen so you need to find another way home we're going to continue with the trip and we hope you you know get better but this isn't going to happen now they did make a sort of uh thing where they talked about they let her know that they would drive her back home but she said she would break things along right the way. which is why you don't drive her back home right you stop at the gas station for gas and then you talk with her outside the, the RV, rv yeah and you say you're not getting back on yeah because what you did is you just straight bailed sent her money and then blocked her and said i'm not even going to talk to you <laughs> you know what you, I'm cool with it. I, don't I care. know you're <laughs> I'm cool with it. Okay, don't get me wrong. You're you're probably right. You know, you're you're probably right in this aspect. <laughs> I just I look at it and I go, God, it's such a horrendous time. Oh, I mean, it's a great thing it's for a, a movie. Justification. It's so there's so much justification. Don't get me wrong. Like this sounds like a movie plot that I would definitely go watch. Yeah. Where it's like three gr- three girlfriends plan a cross country trip. One gets left at a gas station. Now, vengeance is hers. Right. <laughs> you know, she just follows him across the country, just like, oh, I'm going to tear you apart. <laughs> do you, wait, do you smell that? What's that? Oh, it's stinky cigarette smoke. Oh, no. Karen found us. <laughs> right. Exactly. Get in. Go, 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 go. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like it could be a really funny movie and it would be really good. But in real life, that's really bad. <laughs> It's so care. bad. It's, it's like she so did everything to deserve to get yes. left. Yes, but you don't. I mean, you, Listen, you played her. You dogged her hard. Well, yeah, but she deserved it. I don't care. So she deserved. Like, a, she deserved to get left behind, but not like abandoned. That. Yes, no, they even took care of her. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> they like, didn't even tell her why she was sending her money. She just sent her money and said, block. <laughs> <laughs> well, they cashed up and said that, that they had, no, they, they set, cashed up the money and said, hey, here's money for a hotel and a way to find home. <laughs> they gave her that. She knows what she did. That's like somebody stealing your car and going, here's money for bus ride home. <laughs> no, but that's not her <laughs> car. It's not comparable. You're, you're, you're drawing different conclusions. Yes, I am. It's not comparable. Because I still think the way you left her was an a-hole move. Oh, you're probably right. It's a I'm, passive-aggressive I'm way gonna, to handle I things. Don't, I don't care. I'm not going <laughs> to argue. Like, it, I'm not going to argue against you because you're probably right, but I'm going to say they're not a-holes solely for the <laughs> fact that, like, you had to talk to her about it before the trip even happened. You're like, listen, listen. You should have never let her go no, in the first place. No, they shouldn't have. You're an a-hole for letting her go in the first place and going, you You always know, have that friend, though, that, like, sits good. there and pouts and whines and right. goes through the whole but thing. Who cares? Like, yeah, no, I understand this. What would what what's worse, not inviting her in the first place, or bringing her and then abandoning her at a gas station? You know what? I feel like this gets better results. I think this is worse. No, I think it's better. No. I think it's better for her in the long I run. I think it would have been better to be like, no. hey, because this, I mean, two hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. You know, hundreds of miles away from home. Sure. There's not enough money to get you home. Yes, it is. If you have to buy a hotel for the night too. Yeah, if you have to, like, that's enough money for gas. Depending on what car, my car, for sure. She doesn't have a car. Her mom came out and picked her up. Right, it inconvenienced mom, too. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that, good, good. It should inconvenience mom, oh, because it's probably mom's <laughs> fault that her daughter is a goddamn nightmare. Oh, my gosh. But no, I mean... Like, <laughs> Raise your kids better. You just straight bailed. Yes! Like, just poof. Yes. And then everyone was like, she was blowing up her phone and threatening, and so... 
all of us blocked her and enjoyed our trip. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no. You know what? That's great because she just got a, a great taste and life goes on without her. You should have <laughs> just never let her come in the first place. No, no, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is terrible. No, this is great. You made an agreement. You made an agreement. She broke the agreement. At first, she got left. She gets to learn a life lesson. She gets to learn a life lesson today. What's a life lesson? That your friends can bail on you at any given moment? No, you act like a crazy... <laughs> you never go get the Twizzlers again. <laughs> yeah. you do, if you act like a crazy bitch, things happen. Like that's, that's, yeah, People like, leave listen. you yes. hundreds of miles away yes. from home with nothing. Yes. You think they threw the bags out? Like Look, she's not a child. They're in their 20s. If you like, if you left me on the side of the road with my wallet and, you know, I'm that's it. I've got my stuff, right? I don't know. Did they throw her bags out? I imagine they did. Or they were like, no, no, no. They're on the RV. They're ours no, no, now. I imagine, I imagine they did. I imagine she walked out of the gas station and all of her stuff was like right there. Oh, my gosh. It's like, uh, what was that? Uh, plane trains and automobiles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, you, if you did that to me, right, and I'm there, okay, I can find my way home. I'm not completely desolate. She has a phone. She Obviously. has everything she needs. She wore the battery out calling her friends and being like, I'm going <laughs> to rip your face off. Yeah, like she has she has everything she needs. She has an extra $220 to figure out how to get home. Oh how much does it cost to rent a car? I don't know. More than 220 bucks to get home. I don't think so. Because you're going to have to refill it with gas. Yeah. A couple hundred miles. Dude, I get 300 miles. Is a tank of gas. Is a tank of gas. Right. right now, for my car, do you know how much that costs? I don't know. Less than 20 bucks. But renting the car in general for yes. a day is going to cost... It's like $90. You're getting real close to 220 Yeah, I just pocketed extra money. Not if you have to stay in a hotel room, too. Why are you staying in a hotel room? Maybe you can't get a car. Maybe the place isn't open. Okay. So I stayed in a motel room. It costs 90 bucks. There's two right next to me. Right. So now you have 30 bucks. To get Nine, home. No, no, $90 out of 220 Okay, so you have 130 $130. If it costs like 90 bucks to rent a car. Oh, you're, you're never I'm mind. still it's making close. money. <laughs> it's close. You could get there. Yes. Just saying, man. Just abandoning somebody. And she somebody. didn't even do that. She had mom come and pick her up, which means if mom's driving like my car or whatever, and it's only 300 miles away from home. <laughs> only. Yeah, only. How long does it take to drive 300 miles? It takes a while. <laughs> it takes a while. It takes whatever it is, like a week for me to go back That's and like forth to work. It's like a five-hour trip. Yeah. One way. Yes. So. Oh, no, mom was inconvenienced, but oh, maybe she, she didn't. hugely. Well, she didn't raise such a horrible human being. <laughs> it wouldn't have happened this way. Here's, also, here's my Saturday. Yeah. Oh, this sucks. Well, <laughs> Talk to she, uh, she can yell at her daughter for it. She deserves it. Yeah, when she picks up her daughter and she's just absolutely broken, completely sobbing, angry and yelling and breaking things and da 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 and all that. And now you want to be like, well, you know, if you weren't such a douche. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly how yeah, to bring let's it up. Just kick a horse while it's down. Definitely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a horrible human being. Like, so are you, the three friends for going oh, peace. They're out fantastic. Of here. They taught her a life lesson. So <laughs> teacher crap. They taught her a life lesson. If you make an agreement to not be everything that she was. And you break it. There are consequences to your actions. I mean, she didn't do anything to make it hard for them to leave her. 
No. <laughs> no. Like, they are... How... In, in the course of three days, you have your friends. They're your friends, by the way. They actually like you. Right. You moved friends in three days from being, we're excited to be on a trip to you, to send her in for Twizzlers so we can freaking bail. The only way we're going to enjoy this trip is if you're not on it anymore. Right. And we're not going to ask you. We're just going to freaking do it. And yeah. then, like, look out the side mirror while you're booking it down the road trying to catch up. <laughs> Hopefully she loses like a flop along the way. Oh, That's guaranteed she just better, totally yes. biffed it. Yeah. yeah. Thump, you know, face first. Cloud oh, yeah. of dust. <laughs> So long, sucker. Right. Like, and that's that's it. I don't care. I don't care. They're fine. They're <laughs> saints. They are saints. Imagine that they were like on their way to the Grand Canyon, and yes. like they were only twenty minutes away. Yeah. And she was all excited. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. This will be great. <laughs> you were never going anyway. Well, maybe you shouldn't have smoked cigarettes in the RV the entire time. Right. I mean, that's a big no-no. Maybe you should have let other people pick music <laughs> the entire time. Right. Maybe <laughs> you should have stopped complaining about everything us and the fact that there's two different conversations between there's four, four people. people. Of course, there's two different conversations. You got the driver and the co-pilot. They're going to have a conversation. Yes. Odds are pretty good. The backseaters, you may have your own conversation going on. Well, that always happens. Why? Because you can't hear what's going on up in front. It's not easy to, especially if you have stupid music going through the aux. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So no, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. She's a terrible person. They described and they said, "Hey, you're gonna do this. We're gonna leave you. We're gonna leave you." And they she didn't continued. say we're gonna yes, leave you. Yes, they did. That was the big thing. That was the agreement they made. You do this, we're gonna leave you. I don't remember hearing. We're gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave you. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they made her promise, and there were repercussions to the promise, and the repercussions were they're gonna leave her. Why not just you know tie her up and duct tape her mouth and throw her on a cot in the back? Well, because that's abduction. Abandonment and abduction are two different things. That's not abduction. She yes. wants to be there. Not like that. Well, it doesn't matter how you want to be there. It means that you just want to be in the area. I, I don't think it works that way, Gator. I, I think don't think does. you can make that argument. I've I don't think you can ways. make that argument. <laughs> no. I can make the argument and be like, you know, we get pulled over. Why is this girl roped and duct taped in the back? Well, she was being kind of a douche. <laughs> We're all friends. She wants to be here, but we couldn't handle her and be in the wine here. And so we said, hey, for the next three hours, this is what you deal with. Nah, Me. just leave her at the gas station. No. She was in a safe area. <laughs> it was in the middle of the day. It's fine. <laughs> You're going to have a hard time convincing me that just uh, bailing completely. I don't, like I'm not trying to convince you. Full pull out. I'm not trying to convince you. I, you've got your mind made up. <laughs> I have my mind made up too. I think they're saints. I, I think they're fine with it. I would go that far like to you call them saints because they put up with this trash for three days i just man like to just complete like to do the movie style leave yes like read it well, in a book of fiction and i get people are like oh she has mental illnesses she's self-diagnosed self-diagnosed she didn't yeah, go no, any no, place no. To she's go not through this. seeking help and no she refuses help because she thinks it's a fraud that's also paranoia and the other big portion of this you might have a little bit of paranoid well, schizophrenia and, and the other big portion of this like even though it's all self-diagnosed and everything else there and she's not doing anything to help herself with that like none of that Right. She's using it as an excuse to do oh, yeah. crappy it's things. Crutch. It's, it's a crutch. 
I have these things. I can't help it. Then no, 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 no. That's not how this works. No. Stop it. Exactly. You should be, you should have already been seeking help for it if you are that far off. Like, if you're like, I've got PTSD and um, dual personality, yeah. bipolar disorder, um, you know, social anxiety, all this other stuff. Like, you need a lot of help. Dude, if I know that I can't go three days without making everybody miserable, I don't want to be the person on that trip. Because right. I don't want to bring it. Because you know what? It sucks when you're at a place and everybody's having a really bad time. Right. And you know who the cause of it right. is. Right. You sit around, you're like, if, if you're in a group of people, okay, and you realize that everybody's not having a good time, but you're not sure why, guess what? <laughs> guess freaking what? Either something happened that you're not privy to. Or you're the reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, you're, if you have a group, it's the same idea. If you have a group of friends and you're not sure who in the group is the a-hole. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you know what the great thing about this is, though? She knows who is causing the bad time. Right. She knows it's her fault. Yes, because but, she was left at a gas station. Oh, I mean, that's very clear and obvious now. <laughs> but at the same time, she's looking at her friends going, you are all a-holes now. Well, you know, good. Maybe maybe that's it. That'll end that friendship. Or maybe she'll... Oh, I think the friendship's ended, bud. <laughs> I just <laughs> left you at a freaking gas station 300 miles away from home. <laughs> I think that qualifies as we're not going to be friends for much longer here. Either that or you have a really good relationship to the point you get back from a three-week cross-country <laughs> visit and you're like hey want to come over for game night and she goes sure no problem <laughs> like buddy there's no way i think it's fantastic i don't care I, i'm such a big fan of this oh my god! it gosh. is my favorite it's my absolute favorite gator well like i said it's entertaining as hell i know i know you, like super entertaining well i'm not gonna try to convince you but i'm gonna convince everybody else <laughs> that they are completely in their right to do this i do, no yes you're not in the right yes you made everybody miserable they've talked to you multiple times they try to curve your thing you just kept going with it <laughs> so you abandoned Yes. All hope. Yes. Oh, my God. She's not a child. She's not your child. You don't have to worry about it. Oh. You can't do it to a five-year-old that's your kid. Well, I mean, it sounds like mentally she pretty much is a five-year-old. It smokes like a 90-year-old grandma. Well, so. that's probably true as well. <laughs> can you imagine, though, like being on an RV trip with somebody and being like, can you stop smoking in the RV? Like, nobody wants you to, and it's not yours, and I don't want you to either. Uh, no. No, and I hope you like listening to Party in the USA for the fifth right. time in a row. Dude, do you understand that I'm probably going to tackle you, grab your smokes, and throw them out the window? And do you understand that we're going to stop at a gas station, and you're going to go in for a Twizzler, <laughs> and we're going to leave you? Because that's what happened. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, man, like, it's entertaining and it's funny as hell, but it is so wrong. <laughs> what, what happened to Kara? We effing left her. Right. <laughs> Freaking just went, nope, not worth the time anymore. Here's some money. Figure it out. Right. right. Not only did we leave her, but we paid her money to go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good that it can't be wrong. Yeah, but it's so I mean, good it can't be wrong. Dude, you know what's gonna happen? You got three weeks away from home. Yes. She knows where all of you live. So what? Oh, she's. I'm gonna terrorize your house. I, I'm gonna go in there and just 
<laughs> go ham. I'm going to smoke in your living room. I'm going to put my ashtrays in your toilet, you whatever. Can't, you can't come into the house, though. Yes, I can. No, you can't. I can always find a way in. Uh, well, that's breaking and entering. You're you doing... abandoned me. <laughs> you left me for dead. That's not illegal. <laughs> and no, you have a phone and all your belongings at a gas station plus $220 that you did not have before. Vengeance. It's coming. <laughs> no. 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 would be like Ghost Rider. This is justification. They are justified in doing Why so. Not just Therefore, re- not the a-holes. What if you rent a car and catch up to them? Like just, whoa! Oh, my God. Yes, that, that would actually make the best movie. Oh, like getting in I'm the car. Saying. Yes. Yeah. No. Like, I'm on the trip, too. No, you're not. Oh, you, try you, to stop me now. You look over, and there's Kara in the rental car just... Right. Oh, I'm coming for you. It's <laughs> like doing the thing where they're driving like right alongside you, just sitting there chain smoking cigarettes, right. staring at you, not even looking at the road, just like, oh, you wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's nuts. It's, it's fantastic. They need to make a movie. They do. They do. And I, I will be first in line to watch it because it will, <laughs> like, the entire time I will just be cracking up. Oh, I know. it's such a great ending. I, where they abandon you at a gas station. What would be the ending, though? Oh, for this? It just yeah. depends. What route are we taking? Is she going to follow them? She's. I mean, vengeance has to be vengeance. made. <laughs> has to be made. Right. Oh, my God. So she's going to pick them off one by one That's as they, I'm like, saying. stop at rest stops Like Grand Canyon. Oh, that rock is a little slippery. Boop. Where'd Jim go? <laughs> Man, I got to know. Right. <laughs> it's not the fall that kills you. It's a quick stop at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't need a parachute to go, you know, skydiving. No. You just need a parachute to go skydiving twice. <laughs> yes, 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 you do. So, I right. wonder where they were going, though. Like, if they were starting, they said cross country, right? Yeah. So, if they were in Arizona. And they were apparently only 300 miles away from So, home. they probably started in California. Yeah. I mean, depending on how far. I mean, potentially California. Or Texas. Well, cross country. No, if they could cross country, they w- went from. But, I mean, you, you take coast to coast. And I, that would I be would my agree, guess. But, yeah. like, I mean. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be coast to coast. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. But I mean, I would imagine they're headed east. Yes. Three days, you're probably only headed east. I would think so. Well, you only covered 300 miles in three days? That was the thing I found weird, too. Right. Like, how quick are you going here? Like, are you stopping at like a 100 mile a day pace? No wonder it takes you three weeks to do this. Yeah. Like, it's going to take you a week to get to Colorado. Yeah. Like, it took like three days for my, my dad to get to Nevada to Michigan. Yeah, that sounds about right. We stopped for the night to sleep. Exactly. So, like, yeah, like yeah. you stopped for sleeping and then got back in the car and jet. Right. Yeah. No, it took me two days to get to Colorado. Yeah. And I mean, that was constant driving. Yes. So how are you three days in and only 300 miles from home? It doesn't make sense You to cover that in like half no, a day. Because I, I went to like Kansas City like a year or two ago, right? Right. And that was like a 12-hour drive. Made it in a day. Yes. Yeah, I course. just did it one night. I did it after I got home from work. Wow. Yeah, that sucked. That was a poor decision. Wow. Part. I went and worked a full shift, and I was like, all right, midnight, let's go. I mean, there was probably not many people no, out there, so you were just great. flying. Yeah. yeah, no, we got there at like uh, oh, be a little bit before noon. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm like, here. We're there. I'm like, hon, you need to go get the hotel room because i need to sleep and yeah, she was upset because she was hungry so it <laughs> was gonna take a nappy around. yeah i was like dead she's trying to figure out the hotel stuff and i'm like hon <laughs> just hurry up because i'm tired 
Right. I need a nap. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> I just, man. Come. Oh. You don't like that they left her. I don't. I don't like the fact that you just straight abandoned <laughs> I think her. it's fantastic. It's my favorite. Kathy says they might be sightseeing. It, obviously, they were sightseeing. Either that or they were going like 30. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've been traveling for days. How far away are you? Oh, you know, about five hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, spent a lot of time in, you know, well, Vegas. Like, legitimately, you think about that. I mean, and that, that has to be it because. They must have stopped in Vegas day to day in Vegas and then continued whatever. on. Yeah, you had to stop like a day wherever you're at because. Right. But I mean, even then, it's not 300 <laughs> miles isn't much, No, dude. it's not far. Like, that's not far. Like, it's 30 miles to my work and back about-ish. Yeah, mine's about 35. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't get it, man. <laughs> I don't get it. There's a, there's a lot of things that make me question a lot of what is written. To the point that I'm concerned that what is written is just total farce. No, I... I, think I have concerns. They might be bad with like distance. They might be a lot further out than. Uh, I I feel like maybe they're just trying like a screenplay that they're writing. <laughs> There's like, so. are people getting behind this? Do people find this interesting? I think they legitimately had a really pain in the ass friend, and they left her. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's probably some story that's true in there, but I don't think all the facts are there. It mm, makes me sad because possible. I really want it to be there. That's possible. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think most of the facts are there. I think that they screwed up on the amount of time or distance, at least, put in. Yeah, they may just suck at distance. Yeah. Like 300 miles, because that sounds about what right. What if it wasn't like three days, but it was like three hours? She could accomplish that in three hours? Like getting them that upset in three hours? Yeah. Ooh, she's on a different level. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is almost better. Like, it's in my mind, like, the idea of being three hours into a trip or whatever and then just being like, I can't do this. Well, maybe she was one of those people as well where it was like, I know we're doing a cross-country thing, but I'm only okay with traveling 100 miles a day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, maybe it was. It was yeah. on her, too. I'm yes. capping this at 100 miles a day. I can only be in a car for this long. That's the, um, that's the strict amount of time because I need to smoke. Maybe that's why they left her. Yeah. Not because she was being a pain in the butt. We're doing stupid things. It was just simply, if we continue at this rate, we'll never make it. Well, just imagine, though, you're in the car and somebody's, like, sitting there and you're drinking water. And they're like, do you really have to drink it that way? Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would do it. I, w I would be excessively loud now. Yeah. No, they're doing that while sucking back on that cigarette that nobody wants to right. be smoking in the car. <laughs> yeah. You imagine that? Just. <sighs> <laughs> do you really have to drink that water that way? <laughs> I mean, imagine that, right? Like that's that's a. I. How do you not ditch that? How do you not ditch that? You ever been slapped in the face real hard? <laughs> You're about to feel it. It's just somebody's sitting there, like, uh, oh. can you stop playing Depeche Mode over and over oh and gosh, over yeah. again? How about you mind your own business? Right. <laughs> Nobody likes Moby. Nobody likes Moby. <laughs> Uh, I can't handle this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Oh. Oh, geez. I, I mean, like I said, I don't see, like, I don't like that they left her, but she didn't make it hard for them not no. to. Like, okay, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to go with not an a-hole. I know you're going with a-hole. Well, there's still an a-hole, but I, I, 
justifiable. We, we could disagree on this. We could yes. definitely disagree on this one. You're probably right. I will give you credence <laughs> to that, but I just, it's so good. It's too good. It is really good. <laughs> it is really good. With that in mind, we're going to have to go ahead and leave you guys this week, but we will be back next week. Thank you for listening to Open for Discussion, SolidStateRadio.net. See ya. Bye. Solid State Radio, your alternative for